Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mono Imano podcast. This is your co-host, Eric, and your other co-host. That would be me. That would be Mike. <laughs> that was well introduced. I enjoyed that one. I did, too. It made me feel really good. And and you should. Uh, yes. After we um, just spent two hours and 40 minutes of chitty chat, chatting the chit. There was a famous comedian who would say, you know, I like to chat the chit or chat chit and when people say i got that backwards i say no no words don't own me (laughs) just the truth my friend and of course the way he said it was way better than the way of course well of course because you stole his material and you didn't even like regurgitate it good no Mm. (laughs) that's like when what's his name uh Eddie Murphy says Mm. you know i know you guys are all going to take my material go home and fuck it up around the water cooler Hey, he's not so, wrong. And then, and then, and then he said, "Goony goo goo." Goony goo goo, Eddie. Goonly goo goo. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, episode number thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. And this one, we pretty. This is truly one of those we just went there and shot from the hip. I had a small list ish. We started with like two things, and then we just kind of took off. Then we took off from there. Yeah. So it, it was is fun. One of those. I enjoyed it. Maybe we should just get right to the episode so they can enjoy the very lengthy time, probably with a couple pauses in between to take a breath. Yes, make sure you take your pee breaks. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Let me hit that record yeah. button. We are recording. We so, are live. We are live. You just said, your, did my grandpa say doohickey? Did your grandpa say doohickey? Uh, yeah, he, doohickey was pretty uh, consistent pretty good. In, the, in the grandfather <laughs> household. Go ahead and get that doohickey off the counter over there, which, you know, but that, that's like the running joke that, you know, even though you don't know what they're talking about, you do. You don't, like but they, you do. All you don't, but time. you do. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but then you, you happen to go right over to where they were and pick up the item that they wanted. <laughs> yeah. The doohickey. The doohickey. Not the thingamajigger. The thingamajiggy. So it makes me, it makes me think because my dad's, Especially when I was younger, it feels like he had um, a lot of just sayings. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite one, and I finally asked him where he got it from. And then he claims it was this is the story I'll tell you here to go with this saying. He claims that this happened to him, and it's where he came up with it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if he if it doesn't take him very long to do something, Dad, that was quick. Yeah, it don't take me all day to look at a horseshoe. <laughs> you're all who you're but you're like who would take all day to look at a horseshoe right so then i asked him i go well right and he goes well no when i was younger i was at a blacksmith one time and he said don't touch mm-hmm. that it's pretty hot and i picked it up anyway and i dropped it right away and the blacksmith said hey that's pretty hot see and i looked at the blacksmith and said no it just doesn't take me all day to look at a horseshoe <laughs> 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 this fuck. 
what? <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. I remember as a kid thinking, I don't think that actually happened to you. But he said it so convincingly to the to this day. I should ask him. I should remember that story you told me. Yeah. He'll probably you go. Remember? I never told you that. Or or he'll just flat out be like, yeah, I made it up. Probably will. And then you wouldn't even be surprised. You wouldn't even be like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked. My childhood is now ruined because <laughs> because you didn't actually uh, take all day to look at a horseshoe. You're and like, then you mm. told me a fake story about some dumb saying that you got. Yeah, my dad was pretty. My dad was blunt. I remember when I was, I don't know, I was probably thirteen, and my mom had gone out the evening with her girlfriend. So me and my dad were at home, and and I was feeding the cat dinner. It was dinner time for the cat, so I went and I opened up, and it was a brand new can. So I, you know, did the whole whole can opener thing and popped the top off. And instead of grabbing the top and twisting, I grabbed the sides of the. <laughs> the metal right you know top and then i pulled and of course what did i do i cut down to my bone in my finger I had to go to the er and the first thing my dad said to me when i did it was you're not too bright are you <laughs> <laughs> the first thing again and then we went to the er but then it was the first the... thing that came out of his mouth was you're not too bright are you <laughs> it's, i was it, not it is it is funny when people say shit like that like one time i was home and i know it was with griffin Mm-hmm. since he was born because Christy was at work. So he had to have been at least a year because Christy was at work. This is quite some time ago. Christy was at work and I was home with him. He was sleeping. She's not doing it now. Whoa, what was that? That was awesome. She's now on our podcast. She made it on the show finally. <laughs> She's like, you made it on the show finally. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's talking about well, my mom's having a text message conversation with her. <laughs> so she had, to ba- she had to bust in and tell you all about it? Well, she's been group texting <laughs> us, and I stopped. Of course, I stopped looking at this point. Yeah. And now she, I'm just, yeah. My mom gets obsessive. When she gets something in her head, she just, that's, she talks about that and that and so that. What's she and talking that about? She will beat it to death. She has a piano in the house that's been there forever i mean it's she grew up with it or something like that and it's been there since i mean shoot since i before i was born and you know she hasn't played it in decades since before before you were born yeah maybe after Mm -hmm. that maybe but so she's been talking about who she would want to give it to because i'm not a piano person we really wouldn't do much with it up at the house and that was fine that she would want to give the piano to somebody who would like it which i'm like that's great it's a piano totally and it's an old school piano. I mean, it's it's built like in the early 1900s range. So it's 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 an old school nice piano. And so now, but for years she was talking about giving it to one person. Now all of a sudden she stopped deciding wanted to do that. Now she's thinking about giving it to another person. So instead of just kind of texting us that information and just letting us sit on it and be like, that's fine and we'll talk about it later. She just then now starts going into the whole conversation about it. And she's going to like beat this to death. She's going to talk about this for like three days. <laughs> And, you know, it's like, we just don't care. Do what you want to do. Just, that's great. You're letting us know what you're going to do. Totally fine. We're with you on it. But I, she does this with everything though. When, you know, she just obsesses on a subject and she will just like, just beat it till the end. And you're just like, this really wasn't a conversation we needed to beat till the end three days later. We really didn't. (laughs) I love you. I mean, she's wonderful, but man, sometimes you're just like, leave it alone. Yeah, it was like my mom, like Susan was supposed to, uh, 
she's graduating from her, you know, her master's, right? So she's right. just finished school, and we were supposed to go down on the 21st, and she was supposed to Is walk. That, that's already this year. Wow. It yeah, creeps up yeah. pretty fast. It does, yeah. And well, so she was supposed congrats to... Congrats to Susan. To her, her yes. Her getting, MBA. Yes, absolutely. B, no. she, Is it MBA? What did MBA. she do, Masters? Huh? Uh, she did it in... Oh, why did I say it's, MBA? I don't know why I thought that. Um, you're thinking Masters of Business Administration, but it's not. Correct. It's, no. it's, uh, I don't remember. She. It's It's all having to do with uh, building web design and home and stuff. I can't remember if it helped So definitely term. not an MBA. <laughs> <laughs> not an MBA, but it's no, definitely. Gotcha. She, she actually graduated cum laude. Oh. So, wow, double congratulations. So we were supposed to walk. Yes. We were, now she's past me. See, I had a bachelor's degree. Dallas got a bachelor's degree, and then Susan now has the master's, so she's officially has the title of the most educated in her household. And smartest. Oh, well, she was smart even before the, the, and be, the and master's. Best, and best looking. That, guaranteed. And, Absolutely. And, and most responsible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty I, much. She, I, she, could, she, I could keep going, but I won't. You, dude, there's a list. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, I don't think there'd be anything on there that I would argue with, actually. Um, but no, so she was supposed to go down and walk. No, no, no. You have the best mm -hmm. beard. That's true. See? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> She's going to kill me for mm -hmm. that one. But, Good yeah. She doesn't listen. Does she listen? Yeah. Does she no. listen to this? No. No, she doesn't. No, uh, Christy. Has she ever? No. Yeah, Christy doesn't listen to this at all. She has no, no interest. No, she and that's the same thing as Susan. Susan's like, it doesn't bother you that I don't listen to it. I go, no, absolutely not. It's we like to do it. It, it that's fine that you don't you're not interested in it. Totally fine. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. You know, and uh, so she's supposed to go walk, right? Walk to get her diploma, and of course, because of COVID, that's not happening. You know, nobody's you can't do this anymore. So now they're doing a virtual graduation kind right. of thing, right? Which is cool. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But we really did, she didn't want to make a big thing about it because she wanted to do it. And then, you know, keep in mind, as we get toward the, the end of this month is is when Dallas's birthday was and then the June 2nd when he died. So we're coming up to like the firsts here. Right. So she didn't really want to do anything uh, other than, you know, just hey, happy graduation. Kind of thing. But my mom, of course, she wants my mom wants to make it special. And I get it. I, I totally totally understand it like i think my again my mom it's it's from a well-intentioned place clearly but she just doesn't get the hint when susan's like uh i i don't really want a big big deal and she's being serious about it not like i don't want a big deal and then everybody does something right that's not her <laughs> so but she just doesn't really want to do anything additional fancy i mean it's already messed up anyways and she because my mom was like why don't we set up a tv at the park and we can have friends come and we can have a graduation we're like a TV at the park. That's awesome. You know, it's a great idea, just not for her. <laughs> you know, right. again, it's coming from a well-intentioned place. Of course. And it, she means very well with it. But the problem is my mom will now browbeat this, though. She's going to just beat this drum. <laughs> it's like I could see it coming, but oh, well, that's totally fine. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah. What else it's, are you going to do, right? Yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's very interesting. So, but anyways, uh, so what's been what's the haps? We actually did, don't actually have a list of things to talk about. I wrote down a couple of things. Don't you worry. Good, nice. Well, I figured I'll, you would. I'll I didn't. I'll but. tell you what they are in a second. Um, but I'll go. I want to actually one of them. I, I wrote it uh, when you said that your dad said. Uh, mm -hmm. What did your dad say again? Go to the ER. No, what did he say? Oh yeah, yeah. He said you're not too bright, are you're you? You're not too bright. Mm -hmm. And then took you to the ER. So right. I was home, <laughs> and Griffin was 
young. I'm home. He's sleeping. And I'm making some homemade salsa, I remember. And I was, I was chopping some cilantro mm-hmm. with my chef knife and just <laughs> zipping yep. through it, right? Now, right. the funny thing is I've used that chef knife for years. I you know, worked in kitchens for a number of years. You know, mm-hmm. I've done God knows how much cutting with a knife. Never cut myself badly. It nicks here and there, but never sure. a bad cut. Right, of and course. I just let my finger slip and... I mean, there was a picture I put up on Facebook years ago that people were like, "The fuck? What the fuck happened?" Oh, I think like, you you actually texted me that picture. I yeah, remember like now. six, seven yeah. years ago, it happened. It was fucking. I remember it, it was now. it was brutal. Yeah. And the picture was actually the day after I had taken the gauze off. And yeah. anyway, so when that one happened, and I, I mean, I it took the it actually took the end of my finger off, and there's still like a scar, and there's like if I touch it, it's got even the slightest sort of like okay, I can feel where the sort of the you know like it's like ten mm-hmm. percent dead there sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the feeling's not quite 100% still years later. Anyway, sure. so when I did it, I texted it. So I gauzed it up and it was bleeding mm-hmm. horribly and all this. But I couldn't go to the hospital because oh, yeah, because Griffin right. was a baby, yeah. sleeping. Right. And I'm like, ah, whatever. The fuck it's, you know, it's, I can't bleed out from this. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, like it just, it was pretty bad. It bled for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I had pressure on it for a long Anyway, I remember when I finally texted her to say, you know, um, I cut my finger pretty bad. I'm not going to go to the hospital. I really should, but you know. And I remember that. I remember like, like it. You know when you know when sometimes memories play like a video in your head, mm-hmm. like they're just crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And I remember the text back was, "Did you clean up after yourself?" And I'm like, "No, I just like in the bathroom." Go. She's like, "No, is there like blood in the kitchen?" I'm like, "I got what I could." <laughs> and like, <laughs> thanks for the compassion. I know, but it's, hey. It was, but I was like, what? Like, I'm fine. I'm Thanks fi- for but asking. I'm, but I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> and I said that, and she's like, well, clearly you're texting me, so you're okay. No, that's not the. That's not damn the, her and her logic. Yeah, but, that, <laughs> but that's that's not the uh, determining factor if somebody's okay or not. Okay, so there's two things. Oh, I, by the way, I still have a yeah. I have a scar on my oh, finger you? from that cat food incident. It's still I've been there my whole life at this point. <laughs> you, you and me both on this one. Yeah, it's pretty major. Okay, so there's that. Then mm-hmm. the other one is the news on Joe Rogan, which I find oh, fascinating. Oh, yeah. I just, I just actually saw about that today. Yeah, I, I texted I didn't read you. much about it, but I kind of have a general idea, like you said. I mean, I, you know, I kind of got it. Yeah, I read a little bit on it. Um, he made an announcement on his Instagram page. So for, mm-hmm. for everybody listening, um, if you're listening to this, you're probably into podcasts. There's a good chance that you listen to Joe Rogan as the, yeah, or, me, the Joe yeah. Rogan experience. Sure. Um, so you may or may not have heard again, I follow him on Instagram. He, he made the announcement then his, um, his pal Cameron Haynes did on his own, um, on his own thing. But, uh, so Joe Rogan, it says here, I'm going to bring up that. I didn't actually read the story yet. I read a little bit from the snippet from the wall street journal. So it's from mm-hmm. the wall street journal. So it's mm-hmm. full library dating back 11 years is to hit Spotify on September 1st. And then before the end of the year, he said at the end of the year or something, but basically it's going to become exclusive to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to continue to be free. It'll always be free, he said. Um, fucking Wall Street Journal. It's behind a paywall, their story. That bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, but $100 million. It doesn't say how long mm-hmm. that $100 million is for, but I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
what I wanted to talk about in regards to it, first of all, it's amazing because it's like, it really legitimizes podcasts, I think, beyond what people even sort of talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because he actually, you know, that's actually a larger deal than Howard Stern's with, was it Sirius or XM? Sirius, right? Sirius. Yeah, Sirius. Well, that actually yeah. puts him up because the Sirius deal that... Um, Howard Sturmey was 93 million. Right. Yeah. And that's for serious. Yeah. That's for, a, that's for a pay service. Right. Exactly. Because Spotify, well, it's a pay service. The podcast won't be. Right. Which is just astonishing. Right. It like really it's, is. It, yeah. It's, it's really, a, it's, it's really pretty phenomenal. Now the, where was I at? I said, I said there was something I really want to, that, I mean, and that, I think, I guess it really, again, it comes down to sort of the legitimizing of podcasts. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some podcasts and I was looking, I found a couple more and I think you mentioned, I think we talked about it. It's the Conan O'Brien one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started to listen to that. I don't know if you've listened to any of it. No, I have not for Conan. No, it's I, fantastic. I haven't listened to a lot of them lately. So, yeah, it's really, really good. The, um, uh-huh. the, the first one he did, cause it's called Conan wants, Conan tries to find a friend. <laughs> right and the whole idea is he talks with guests that he's had on the show mm-hmm. and like you know and he talks about like are we friends you know are we not like you've been on my show people think we're friendly but like he doesn't quite talk like that but you know he has he has a sure. um he has a pretty pretty good conversation with with an, and the will ferrell one is the first one it's tremendous of course because okay. well, you know, yeah. they, they've worked together for a long time because they worked on snl before yeah. when, he, when conan was just a writer right yeah um and whatnot but that's a really good one and another one and i haven't listened to it yet but the reviews on it are tremendous and we talked about this guy last week mike tyson yes has a podcast and i didn't know that and I love that. First of all, I love the name of it. It's hot boxing. <laughs> right. So boxer slash, yeah, you know, the, the weed thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, first of all, great name. And like, of course he can get whoever he wants on. So oh, like, sure. I mean, there's like Danny. Who's going to say no to him? No to him? Oh, Danny Trejo. That'd be a great one. Jackass. Um, Steve-O. Uh-huh. Steve-O. Uh, Roseanne yeah. Barr, Mickey Rourke oh. and Chuck Zito, um, Be Real of Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, to an AI expert, Neil Sahota, Terry Crews, part one and two. Like, oh, that would be a good one. That'd be yeah. really good. And then, he, you know, I, uh, R- Michael Rappaport, Joey Diaz. Like, it's just across Rapper Logic. Oh, mm-hmm. That's sports people. Oh, Snoop Dogg. That would be great. Almost everybody is doing some sort of, uh, of some sort of not every obviously not everybody but it feels like which is a good thing that a lot of people are doing these on the side like bill burr does it like once a week right or something like that he does and uh, he's been uh, doing his for like yeah. 10 years yeah exactly so he he falls in the line of kind of doing it before it was hip you know oh yeah, yeah. um dax shepherd has two mm-hmm. he has okay. two and actually i've listened to a little bit of his um yeah, no, it's, I mean, it, and again, the Joe Rogan getting this big payoff, which, you know, is amazing. And and if you want to talk about well-earned and talk about a guy who works his ass off, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's there's a guy. He really sort of almost has three careers going. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah. he's a stand-up comedian first and foremost, right? That's right. his that's his thing. Yep. Yep. And then um as an actor, I mean he had mm-hmm. that going on, but it wasn't his big thing. And he's always admitted it's not really something he was yeah. really into. It's not something that it he's a yeah. Right, exactly. And, and then, then obviously the martial arts he does. Yeah, the martial arts the U- and UFC and the whole stuff, life, yeah. the, yeah. and then the UFC life of doing a lot of the announcing and, and all the commentary and things like that. And then this, the podcast. It's got like three things, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the podcast. It's actually interesting because when I was reading an article here and I found it, it's the Verge one. It says, this is a massive get for Spotify, which has made podcasting a core focus. So it's interesting that, you know, I've heard that too, that, Spotify's really focusing on its um on podcasting and really So they went out with they went out and got pretty much the top podcast. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> which I, is cool. I, what do you think about it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, we want to focus on podcasts. Let's go get the best out there. Yeah. Literally the number one. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? I didn't know this either until it was just last year. Um but our our new host, so for, for listeners as well, you may have noticed we used Simplecast to start off. And currently, we now use Anchor, Anchor.fm. And mm-hmm. Anchor.fm was purchased by Spotify. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. so, we, so we actually are using we're a part of the we're, we're a part of the Spotify world. We're part of the Spotify world, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's pretty it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy to think that podcasting and you know I almost I almost sort of put people in two categories. I'm like you're a podcast listener or you're not, mm-hmm. and and it I, it's interesting to try to talk to people about podcasts because if you talk to someone who's listened to them, they definitely will name off right away. Okay, I listen to this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of get a feel for where people's uh, tastes run very quickly mm-hmm. or sort of interests. And right. then there's some people who say this one. Oh, I don't listen. It's too complicated. I can't find podcasts. Oh well, that's that's lame. And I think they're like the easiest thing to find. Well, because <laughs> there's are so na- many of them. They are yeah. now, but right. I think that when they when like when I started listening to them six, seven, eight years ago, um, I found that it was hard to find a good one because there wasn't that many people doing them. But now, like, you want to listen to something? Comedy. You want to listen to mm-hmm. intellectual academia. If you want to listen to sports, like, there is so much out there. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, it seems like everyone's sort of big name now has one on the side or sure. almost as sure. a support to their brand, right? Yeah. You you would think. I mean, at least the people I can think of, almost almost all of them off the top of my head do something of that sort. Whether yeah. it be their own show yes. or they or they do it like we do it with, you know, multiple, you know, people. Uh, that's common too. Like what like um was the one you, you you send me stuff all the time for, the the guy and the girl that are hilarious. Um I don't know that narrows it down. Come on, the thingamajig, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're talking to Instagram, the um, the TikToks I send I send you? No, no, no. Well those are funny. But I'm talking okay. about no the podcast, <laughs> who's the comedian, the the guy and the girl? That you talk about the husband and wife? I maybe I don't know. Are you talking Tom Segura and Christina Pizzi? Yes, that's it. Is that's gotcha. Yeah. Your mom's house. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. So yeah. See, I said thing Majigin. You know what I was talking about? <laughs> <I should've been. laughs> you see, yeah. so yeah. point proven. So, but yeah, I mean, or or you do something like that, you know, and that's the thing about, but it's so accessible that 
it doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, you take the time to do it in terms of like sit down and talk and, and do things. That's right. But you can do that like what Rogan's done. And granted, he's done it better than anybody else. He's still the best at it, period. But, oh, no doubt. Yeah. And, but it's interesting because you can, you can go do like in his case, right? Uh, do announcing a play by play of UFC. And then the next day, get up and, and do, a, do a show for two hours if he wants to do it. Right. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of, but there's a lot of work involved in it. I mean, it's not like, you know, he just comes in and it's no big deal. That That's, that's a, he's really good at what he does. Yes, and he is. to be really yep. good at what he does is he is constantly learning He's definitely someone who is open, you know, and that's why he's kind of so nice to listen to on the interviews because you can have this, so many different types of people that come on and he genuinely asks questions wanting to understand you as the person, right? It, which is very cool because you don't ever hear him go into a conversation, generally speaking, with, okay, here's my idea and he's going to like slam it at you. He's very much of a free thinker, right? So he's very much like... He can have somebody on like Neil deGrasse Tyson and then turn around the next day and have Ted Nugent and they both be very interesting. And then he have has a comedian very, and then yeah. have a, a UFC. Right? Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, and then have he, a biologist he, or something on if he wants to. He just has the ability that he he definitely, well, he definitely does his homework right nope. enough. Yep. Yeah. Right. You you cannot do that and be he as He calls good himself as he a big dumb meathead and I mean He's not. <laughs> it's the farthest thing from the truth. Farthest. Isn't? Yeah. He likes to be self-deprecating, but we know he's not. But he's but he's but he's one of those guys because he's like, look, you know, the people that he has on, obviously, generally speaking, depending on like having Elon Musk on. Yep. Right? He's gonna have an area of understanding that Rogan doesn't, or you or me or whoever. And that's what's always interesting is like having Robert Downey Jr. on and having all these people on you, you Bernie Sanders, right? You get to see people in a different point of view. You get to see them in a one-on-one -on -one setting, like you said, which completely changes, or at least it gives you a different perspective of that person that you're listening to. It actually feels like you get to know them because it seems less formal, and, right? And that authenticity that he mm -hmm. brings in that way that you're bringing up mm -hmm. is why... For, there's two things about that. The first one is that's, that's the obvious reason why he is so popular. Because... What you're talking about is felt by everyone who listens to him. It's yeah. it's pretty rare that I, I run into someone who's like, nah, the Joe, Joe Rogan, meh, right? There's yeah. not many people that say that. The other thing is, is that the proof of how good the, he is is not just how popular he is. Like, for example, it says here, 190 million downloads a month last year. That's, wow. That's like, yeah. that's like 2 billion downloads. Um, like, mm -hmm. Uh, like pot, like podcast downloads, not like not YouTube downloads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yet, what's the average runtime of one of his episodes? Two Three, and a half hours. I'd say anywhere between two and a half to four hours. Yeah, because he generally with with um, with many guests hits about three, but right. like Elon, he barely hit two. So. He's, yeah, he's Donnie so, Jr. He barely he had, he was like a, a an hour and a half almost. Bernie and Sanders hours. was like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a you lot know, of it's clearly what these people have time that they can do. Yeah, they, yeah, that's right. So I would say two and a half to three yeah. is probably his. Say two and a half is probably the average. Yeah, probably on average. And and yet, and 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 you know, by his own admission, I don't give a fuck what people think. Like I did this because it was my thing, and he continues to do it at the the time that he wants to do it at. Mm -hmm. The long form discussion, like you said, you come out of it, like even Bernie Sanders, which is mm -hmm. an hour and a half. And it's a good one because, you know, 
nobody really truly knows Bernie because politicians can't get to know them because it's sure we've talked about it. That thirty second, ten second soundbite, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, it is. Yeah, you could actually come out of that conversation going, "Huh, I, I, I feel like I know Bernie Better. a heck of a lot better now because they right. just they just talked." And it yeah, goes for anyone. Ted, Ted, Nug- yeah. Ted Nugent. You could you could watch Ted Nugent on Fox News mm-hmm. over the last decade, and if that's all you ever saw, you either really liked his bullshit, or you thought or he was really, absolutely you, nuts, and you're just he's a or crazy. Or you really guy. hated his bullshit. Yeah, one or the other. But if you listen to his podcast with Joe Rogan, and you mm-hmm. don't come out of that going, hmm. that's an interesting he, fella, and I can listen. He's, to he's him definitely talk. not stupid. <laughs> he's not that guy that's on Fox News. He's not. It's not like it's like you it's like you've brought up what you just said with Bernie, because this happens with every besides politicians. I mean, because obviously Nugent is very active, you know, in terms of his uh, defending rights, his certain when he feels right. Whatever so he's he feels, a, yeah. he's a, right, he's a loud guy, and Ted Nugent's always been loud, but and he, and he was still a kind of a loudish character with Joe Rogan. Like that personality yeah, was there, but not very the, much so. Not, not even, yeah, the, it, but but not it, but not in a way yeah. that you're like. This guy's yeah. a fucking idiot. No, yeah, because he had the the stuff they were talking about in that podcast was deep, yeah, like no, way no, no. different than you. And like things that it's like you said, you could walk out of there having a somewhat better understanding of who that person is, at least at least in a one on one level. And it's uh-huh. like you always said, if you can have somebody sit down like a Bernie Sanders and just listen, just just listen to the conversation, then you're going to see more or less a better idea of who they are. And it's like you, you brought it up in the past, and it's totally true because it happens with everybody. It happens with Trump. It happens with Bernie. It happens with Biden. It's happening, it happens with anybody who's in politics that's running is it is sound bites, And they it's need to get is. up there yeah. and be the loudest in 10 seconds so they're the ones that were remembered. And whether that be outlandish or whether it be seemingly – because like I said, the way Bernie talks on a debate stage or on a, a sound bite, he sounds very frazzled all the time but when you catch him outside of that he doesn't sound frazzled all no. the time so it's you it's 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 important to take that into context and that happens from any that happens for anybody period that's because that's, that's, that's that's yeah. what the news is now that's yeah. what the entertainment sort of thing is for tv because they gotta they gotta they gotta entertain and they gotta snip things in yep. and whatnot and and if you ever wanted proof that people are sick of that podcasting mm-hmm. is the proof of it yes it's grown exponentially as the mainstream media's uh, people's uh, trusting and liking of them have declined. Well, yeah, and the, and and the because <coughs> people in people on mass are stupid. Oh, sure, of course. But people as individuals, well, it's like the Men in Black. That's the Men right. in Black quote, right? right? A person is a person is smart. People are dumb. Well, yeah, <laughs> you and get them in a group. It's not they're not smart. Totally. But you know, you you give them you give them a, like, and that's and I said this when we started podcasting ourselves, and I've said this for years. Amongst the things that the internet gives us, I would say that podcasting is amongst the top five, for sure ten, but likely amongst the top five most valuable things it's given us to date. Yeah. It's given you access to direct access, just like how the internet has evolved. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that it's like, you know, when I see somebody share an article and I look at where the article comes from, 
And I'm not talking about your MSNBCs, your Fox News, your CNNs. Sure. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. So that, that those are huge com- places you're going to see articles all the time. But when you share like a story about whatever subject it is, and it's coming from b- some blog <laughs> or something, and depending on what it is, and I'm not just, I'm not going to, don't mean to demean blogs because again, it's like podcasting. People can do a blog. They can go on and do that. I understand that, but understand the information of where it's coming from. Yes. Right. You, you know, and so if you're going to, if you're going to tout out an article that somehow reinforces just, and this is just a total example. It's not something I've seen, but let's just use it as an example for it, just so people can understand something happens and it reinforces your, your, your belief system that, um, the black, uh, black males in America are being hunted by whites in America. And that article is coming from dot, 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 blackpanther.net. You know, I'm not seeing this from, um, let's just say, you know, Fox News, whatever, right? Something that, say, you know, and to me, I'm going, and it's not fair to a certain point because there may be some valid points in that article. And I'm not saying that they're not. I just mean that, you know, people, you can share things from everywhere now. And that's the one thing about the internet is you do have time to step back and now research more just Googling it and see where, okay, where am I getting this information from? Am I getting it from you know, a hard stance website that is in Detroit, Michigan, that's run by two people, you know, or am I, you know, that's say conspiracy. And that goes for any kind of thing, you know, whatever it could be the government conspiracy. It could be whatever. But I, I think that podcasting is basically, it's the same idea as Google at this point, right? Like I want to listen to say, I want to listen to Ben Shapiro, right? But he has the daily, the daily wire show or whatever the Ben Shapiro show, but I mean, that's right. Yeah, you you can go directly to sources now, you know, and and listen to multiple different viewpoints. Well, I think think and a lot of them free just by going to YouTube alone. You can see people on podcasts, say like Rogan, and you see some snippets with so and so or whoever. So well, well, I think too, it's also this. I think there's there's a piece that that is really important is the most popular podcasts are the ones that feel the most raw and just sort of. Like right. maybe yeah. produced well, like that the audio's mm-hmm. good, etc. Which, by the way, everyone listening is not hard to do. Mike right. and I barely do fuck all with this thing, and it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Like, like you know, like Joe Rogan. Like I bet you most of the, you know, Joe Rogans or others. I bet you most of the production energy goes into the video part that they're actually doing. Yes, probably. Not in the actual. Um, Audio, 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 that's audio stuff, no. that's easy. I mean, look at we we sound decent and yeah, we, and we we, we, we don't put, really we do put, this remotely for a living. So we yeah. we uh, not even nor no. put mu- nor had to, we didn't put much air, uh, energy into actually learning on that. Well, actually, you've done zero yeah. officially, and I've done not much more than that. But it's just it's point. <laughs> it's a good that, thing know, we're not trying to feed our families this way, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right. We'd probably be different at it if that was the case. We'd probably be a lot different, but you know. Right. But again, you know how much you know how much more differently anyway um but i think that's also what it is like joe's is just there are two people just like i've even heard on some that people were new to being on the show they're like so we're going it's like yeah we just we let's talk we just roll into it yeah, yeah. And, it, and and a couple of people like it's so impressive how like i didn't come here and you didn't ask me for what you want to talk about or anything. Mm-hmm. he's like no we don't do that we just sit down and talk and it's and i think that one and you know one's like some of my favorite ones to listen to are you know, I've mentioned it before. The your mom's house sort of network mm-hmm. with Tom Segura, and then there's Bert mm-hmm. Kreischer mm-hmm. over on his own. 
the Bill Burt podcast. So Bill has his own. I've listened. I have that one. And then mm-hmm. Burt Kreischer has his own. And then they do one together. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. But again, it's just them talking. And it's funny because the Bill Burt podcast, which I hadn't heard about until after we'd started, it's sort of like us. Like in the they meet up together. But during COVID, they've mm-hmm. been doing basically how we've been doing it. Right. Sure. Now they use a video. Right. Of course, I have no interest in doing a video one at this time. Because I don't think anybody really wants to watch us talk. Well, first of all, we don't have a place really. Well, you have, you would have a. I'd have to set up a space. Right. You have a space you could film in right now. Yeah, I could. it would actually be pretty cool. Um, yeah, mine wouldn't be. But you know, again, it's it's just it's the raw. It's the ones that. I mean, there's good informational ones I've listened to, but I think you know in regard you know in regards to like Joe's and others. So anyway. That's yeah. the Joe Rogan thing. I mean, good for him. Congrats to, to Joe Rogan. Um, you know, just taking sort of that huge, gigantic step in legitimizing this. Um, and the, well, this medium, really. Yeah, yeah, this medium. That's what I, I mean. Was, it's yeah. and that's that's the thing right now. Just with anything, you have access to information. I mean, we have access to the most information in the history of the world at this point right now. That's right. Now, that being said. Sometimes you can have too much information. So it's always good to try to filter out where you're getting things from. And I'm not saying you shouldn't read other people's stuff. I'm just saying just understand where it's coming from, you know, before you make any judgments on certain things, you know. So, but yeah, I it's it's a fun endeavor. I mean, I, I enjoy it. And I like the fact that, you know, we do some, you know, we kind of write down topics just because, well, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> And if yep. we now we have kind of a two week window, so it's like I'll jot them down because I don't want to forget, right? That's right. But we also don't just go like, okay, here's. I think only one time have we ever gone down and said, okay, we covered this, 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 and that was actually the last episode because we had a lot to talk about. Yes. Um, and then this, so I, you know, going into this one, I knew we kind of had minimal, and I was kind of looking forward to it because it really would be kind of more of just an open ended what's been happening, you know. Because we started this whole endeavor, and for people who've been with us the whole time, was just a chance for us to sit down at the time once a week and catch up and right. talk about things that happened during the week, whether it be personally or out in the world, and, and have those conversations. And that's that pretty much has stayed the same. We have done pretty much that the whole time. Occasionally, we've you know got more structure on a certain episode or have people on and things like that. But I think it all comes back to basic just sitting down and, and just shooting the breeze and seeing where the conversation goes for the most part. And I like that. So. Speak, speaking mm-hmm. of having people on, mm-hmm. what, what about your, your, what was her? Christine? Christy. Yeah. Christy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know she wants to come on. I told her I'm going to, I need to set up with her and, and get her kind of up and running at her well, house. We, and we got to get uh, it. We got to do it then. We will. Okay. I will. I'll, I'll work on it now. Right. I, I said that last time and honestly, I just forgot. So, <laughs> You know, but hey, that's, uh, that's uh, my charm. That's uh, my charm. Exactly. <laughs> but um, speaking, okay, let me ask you this question. Okay. You started 18. after life. You started after life. I did. Uh, yeah. I'm in the middle of episode two. Right. Great. And I, you know, of course we won't, I, I can't wait till you finish the two, because there's like six, I think it's six episodes, six or seven episodes, and they're like 30 minutes. So it's not that's like right. it's an yeah, hour it's show. Quick. I, I know. This is pretty quick. I So I can't wait for you to get, to get your full view on it. I mean, everybody, I, you, if you're on Twitter, you know, I mean, everybody's pumping it. It's fantastic. It, it's nothing in any, and I will say this right now, people go watch it. It's on Netflix with Ricky Gervais. And I'm just going to tell you, it is nothing. 
it has the hints of Ricky Gervais. He's got some great, that great humor that he has in there and his, you know, there are some bits that he does in there, I guess you could say, but it's actually really a dramatic show. It's not a comedy. It's kind of, I guess you could say it's somewhat of a dark comedy in a weird way. You know what I would but, put it, you know what it's very mm, much in line with though, mm. uh, is the, what's the name of the movie where he, where nobody can tell lies and he's the only one in that oh, the invention of lying, or something like that. Invention of lying when he yeah. when he when he starts making up about God and nobody mm-hmm. knows about God, right? So, so suddenly he because um, his, his mom dies, it feels like mm-hmm. that. It feels like a combination of that and the movie he did called Ghost Town. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Where where he's the dentist, but he's just such an asshole. That's right. For like a, right until of course he opens up and he really isn't. It's very similar here, but of course Agreed. I think anybody could understand what the premise of his wife passing from cancer and he's broken. And so I think that going into it, you know, you, you know, it's going to be him because he's really good at that, but it's getting a lot of good reviews and rightfully so, because it is bringing the forefront really of, of just him being able to really act because this, the, the content in this, this show, besides some funny stuff he says is really deep. And really yes. emotional and yeah. really, I'm impressed with his acting. I mean, he's been in movies and I've seen, I love his standups and he's, he's a really interesting, he's a very interesting guy. He's one of the very few people I, celebrities I follow on Twitter. I like him. He's just very interesting to me. And he likes you. Apparently. <laughs> and everybody else. But hey, it's nice that he did it, right? What are you going to do? So. Ricky um, Gervais liked one of Mike's tweets. We haven't, yeah. we haven't, you're famous. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. He's actually known for that, which is interesting because somebody after me basically said he really does go and like his mentions. He really does. That's awesome. And I know it's I know it's him because he's very active on Twitter. Him. It's not like he has a team that runs Twitter. He's a dude sitting behind there and going. And even if he's just going like 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 and not really reading it, the fact is, is he. I think he realizes it's it's it makes people feel good and it's really kind of cool and it's 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 just interesting. So, but. I've seen, yeah, and I, I've been telling everybody, listen, just watch the show. You know, I, Susan just started it, I think, yesterday. She just, we got the two episodes. And it's kind of hard for her, especially with the whole Dallas thing. And I'm like, it'll get better. Trust me. It, It's really depressing in the beginning. It is. It's supposed to be. But as he kind of, kind of slightly comes out of his shell a little bit, it, it gets better. I mean, there's still lapses, and that's the whole point of all this. It's it's kind of like, I'm like, it is a great example, a show that gives you the great, no matter who you lost, whether you lost a partner, a parent, a child, anything, it gives you that outlet to understand, you know, or at least ex- identify and go, it hurts. Like you can watch a character and go, I feel with him. <laughs> you know? For sure. Yep. Very much so. But yeah, I would highly recommend it. It like... Absolutely. I can't wait for you to finish it. Um, just because I think you're, you're just going to get even more into it. It's, it's hilarious. Just like the bit with, like you said, the bit with the whole dinner party, like thing I text you, the dinner parties, you know, talk about dinner party and stuff. And he's like, Rowan Atkinson, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, but he's so, and the funny, the character, he's just so, and he's bitter and I get it. And he's just at that stage where he's just like, I don't really care. (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah it's it's just yeah so i'm i'm glad uh, that i it took me a long time to figure it out decide to watch it i was like i don't really care and then i started it and go number one it's short which is kind of cool but then i was like holy crap just the overall theme and tone of the show is not something that we're used to you're not really used to shows that can make you cry and then turn around very quickly and make you laugh 
it's you know because it just gets you that quickly it's pretty impressive well so. i love it just like the i think the like the like the different offices mm-hmm. um there's no laugh track so no yeah i mean i would put it in the sort of the the ricky gervais dark comedy world yeah, for very sure much so. yeah 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 in that range it's definitely i think people not watching it thinking they're gonna see an office it's nothing like that no it's no 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 completely it's, different it's, no it's, it's it's not it's not like derek that he did derek was a very similar type show have you ever seen derek uh no i haven't yet right no. it's 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 a similar thing it's it's not depressing but it's he plays basically a a, a, a mentally challenged guy yes. who works yeah. works in a, an, a care facility um and it's just kind of following him and he's definitely he's he's mentally challenged and um but he plays it so well and he had another clip that i that i tuned one time and it was him having to put his dog down as that character oh yeah yeah oh yeah I mean, just one of the most heartbreakingly emotional, brilliant scenes I've ever seen in a movie, a show. Just, oh my gosh. And and especially coming at it from a character who's mentally challenged. You know, he doesn't look at reality the same way as ever we normally do. Um, trying to, ex, you know, the vet trying to express to him what, you know, what was going on. So it was very interesting, but yeah. Oh, but he's, so he's, he's been able to capture that kind of stuff. So that show is funny as well. And it has a similar tone. I don't think it's meant to be overly funny. It's definitely meant to make you laugh, but it's also meant to kind of, you know, get you into the story, which is very much like afterlife as well. And so, yeah, it's very different than anything. I I just don't think people are going to, are used to seeing that from him. And I think it's really great that they get to see that from him to go, look, this is a guy who's playing a real dude, a broken guy, <laughs> you know, so and who plays really well that, you know, he wasn't an asshole because there's many references you'll find of people talking about how he was so different, you know, when his wife was alive, like he was like everybody, he was the guy, right? Everybody loved him. He was funny. But now it's like he's just obviously broken, <laughs> and it's it's very interesting. So well, yeah. I mean, there's even like the the part in the second episode where him mm-hmm. and um, Sandy, mm-hmm. he's just doing the first writing, and they have a little little exchange, and you can see yeah. there's a connection there. Yep, he you, does. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, very... that's the first glimpse I've seen of that. You'll see where, 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 where that where the gruff persona that he's putting on purposely to try to cope. Right. Exactly. Is is, um, is broken yeah. by someone who. Just, just, just does the right things with him, right? Yeah, and it's also it, it's like you'll see later on, and it's not a spoiler, but like the, his boss is his ex brother in law, his brother in law, and it was his sister yeah. who died. That's right. And you feel for that guy. I mean, his character is it's it's interesting. It's the same thing. I mean, they ha- he has little moments with almost everybody at some point, and it's really interesting to watch that happen. You know, as you get further. And there's going to be a running theme is he has, he meets a lady at the cemetery that's always visiting. Yeah, I've got, I've I've got, she's brilliant though. I love her. Her name's Anne. And oh my God, their interactions to me are the best of the whole thing. You can't ruin it, buddy. No, just tell me. Although the, the nurse, his, uh, his dad's nurse. Scottish nurse, by the way. She's Scottish nurse. Correct. And starred in what show with Ricky Gervais? Oh. I don't know. I know the girl who plays his wife, Lisa, played the lead character in Derek with him. 
but yes, I, uh, somebody but, who he but, liked, but I, I don't know who the Scottish the, nurse. The show with extras. Him extras. That was the other. That one. was his. Yes, that extra. was his co. Like his co-star. Oh, interesting. That yeah. was her. That was her. I like her. Her oh, character is really. Fucking, she's she's so, great. Oh my gosh. She's just, so good in extras. Oh yeah. So you haven't watched like, extras yet, have you? No, I haven't. Oh. Though I, I got to watch it. I heard what's it's good. It, what's it available on? It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's on oh, Netflix. Let's have a look. I'm pretty. I gotta. I gotta put it in my queue. I've heard good things about that too. Oh, dude, it. You, it's yeah. Extra. It's interesting to see a lot of the people that are in them because they're in a lot of the other stuff, and it's great because it really just shows you like you see that a lot. You see that with actors, and it's like, oh, they definitely all know each other, and like obviously, That's right. you know, his his wife that he in this you don't really see her. I mean, she's in a video and stuff, and the yep. video diary, I guess. Uh, you know, you see memories of her, but um, yeah, I mean, she played his the lead character with him and Derek, so it's like, oh, this is really cool that they they all kind of flip around. You know, and do all this kind of different stuff. But oh yeah, it's it's just great. Hold on, so it's not on there. It's not on there. Let's see if we can find extras. Extras. Maybe it's on. Maybe it's on Prime. I don't remember. I thought it was. I saw it the other day, and I don't. I didn't. I'm going through all my over-the-top services here and trying to find it. <laughs> Went through Crave. Crave is a, a Canadian one, and it actually is uh-huh. pretty cool because it, uh, it curates from a different different places. Oh, hold on, mm. extras, extras. It's on Prime. No. Okay. No, no, it's not. What the fuck? Extras. Uh, hold on. Extras. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it, the ticker for it. just it says Extras Season 1. So I click on it, and it doesn't... Is it messing with me? That's weird. Yeah, Extras is on Netflix. I'm looking at it right now. No, it's not on, it's not on Canadian Netflix. We don't have the same okay. library. Oh, that's right. No, this one's on... Yeah, this one okay, is... There you go. Has yeah, I'm gonna post some IQ. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, oh, that's right. This is the one you were telling me about because Kate Winslet's on there. You oh. told me you told me a little and bit about ben, this. Ben Stiller's Ben in Stiller one. and uh, Patrick Stewart. And, oh my uh, God, he's I forgot he was in it. I love Patrick. Oh, that Stewart. episode is so good. Oh, and they Patrick all Stewart's and and amazing. they all play themselves. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. Well, but, you're showing. Yeah. Just yeah. The invention of lying is what you're talking about. That's right. Um, David, when he does David Brent, which is the and the guy from The Office, that the movie that he made was okay, but the British Office too. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's hilarious. It's so dry. It's like, and oh yeah, and Stephen Merchant is um yes is in in extras in of extras. Oh, Stephen Merchant is a so U.S. version too. of extras. Well, fuck that. No, I don't want that. <laughs> well, make sure then on your Netflix that that's not what you got. No, it isn't. It has it has, it has him on the cover of it. That's why I saw it. I'm like, oh, I've, so, I've seen so it. I knew like, it was on Netflix because I was scrolling the other day, and I, I think I was searching for Afterlife because Susan wanted to start it under her side of the account, like her profile, so she didn't have to search for it again. And I think when I went up there, it was one of the first up there with it. That's why I saw it. So Jude Law was scheduled to be mm-hmm. in one of the episodes. DiCaprio had been um, considered but mm-hmm. was not in. Patrick Stewart was actually the replacement for Jude Law. Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I his stu- yeah, I, I I'm actually really happy for him in that aspect because I followed his stuff for quite a while and he's really funny. And I love his st- I love his specials, his stand up stuff. I mean, his stuff oh, yeah. like on when he does the Netflix specials or what. Oh my God, they're so funny. I mean, they're just so funny, and it's just like that. That you're right. He's just he's just a straight. 
he is a comedian. That's what this guy was. And I liked I liked to see him doing these little different things. In Ghost Town, he played a guy that really wasn't funny at all, actually. Whereas this, you know, it's a depressing kind of funny in a weird totally. way. But so it's here, not here, your typical. You know. Here's, here's um, season one. Kate Winslet, Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ross Kemp, and Vinnie Jones. Oh, Vinnie Jones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Les Dennis. I don't know who that is. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I know he is. He's a he was a TV uh, presenter, and and then Samuel Jackson, and then Patrick Stewart. Oh, that's good. I'm gonna check it out. I threw it in my queue. Yeah, so I can start so, it. So good. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it to everybody out there. Check it out. It is so worth the time. Afterlife. And I'm t- yeah, afterlife, afterlife, yeah. afterlife. and super it's good. it's it's super good. And I'm gonna forewarn you, it can be pretty emotional, in in a good way. It's actually pretty cathartic. Unless you're like Chandler, and you're dead inside. <laughs> True. That's possible. I could be. Nah. Is the baby <laughs> Sounds like it. Can you hear that? Yeah. Hold on. Or is that Griffin? Because that was loud. No, I think that was the baby. It was so faint enough in the background, it kind of sounded like a haunted house from my end. Is it, is it, it was so faint in the background, I'm like, oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I just shot the myself. Ghost, the ghost baby is crying again. <laughs> I just um, shot myself. But you, but you're, you know, you were saying, you know, this is, you know, so how are you doing it? So carnivore, let's give a carnivore update. Yeah, let's do that. So update. it's now been since March 1st. I have mm-hmm. had a few days where I ate shitty foods, but mm-hmm. a little story. So people have said to me, all right, you're eating all this red meat and da, da, da. Not eating any vegetables. You're going to get gout. Well, I already had gout. Like I have mild gout that flares up now and again. Mm-hmm. And I'd done a bunch of reading beforehand too. And um, I'd learned that gout is mistakenly attributed to red meat. And if you actually right. science that bitch up, um, it's actually more being believed now to be attributed to fructose, high fructose. It's like, okay. So, oh, okay. so it was interesting because I had a, I had a flare up and then it started to subside and then I had a, at the end of April, in the last couple of days of April, somewhere around there, I had a bunch of candy and stuff. I sort of caved and whatever. And the next day, whatever. I had a bad flare up. Mm-hmm. My foot swelled up and it was hurting. I was like, huh, huh. So I went back to being pretty strict as of May 1st. So in the last 75 days, I've had like four days of shitty eating. Anyway, mm-hmm. five days which is pretty good. So May 1st, okay, so I went back strict and then it started to get better, got better, got better. And then it was definitely better after about two weeks. And I was like, okay, huh, I'm going to try an experiment. So I ate some sugar items, Mm -hmm. some cookies and some, not a lot, just a few. Right, yeah. And it flared up, had a little mini Mm. flare up the next morning. And I was like, Mm. huh, Mm. And then for the last five days, which is what it's been, back to strict, everything's gotten better. So I think the personal experience, again, we're talking like an N plus N equals one here, where it's just like, you know, one person experiment, something's going on with that. But, you know, I'm now, so I've been, again, I've been pretty strict on it. Um, You know, 75 days, 80 days, basically now. And I've lost 24 pounds. I'm under 200 now. I'm 198, 199. Nice. Um, 
and everything else. Like I feel good, feel really good and all the things that, so it's interesting. I said a month, went two months. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, closing in on three. I think I'm going to continue. So we'll see, we'll see how it, uh, how it keeps going. And now, and now I'm like, not going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a good feeling about the, the causal relationship of the gout flare up and the sugar. And it's probably somebody yelling at the phone or they're whatever. Like, no, you're fucking wrong. It's this. Well, I know what happened to me. So I'm sticking with that. And yeah, so it's, uh, it's been going pretty darn good. And, you know, I, I found a couple of recipes to give myself a little more variety. One of them was I've been making taco bowls. So either with ground pork or beef, mm-hmm. So I do that with just taco seasoning, and then I put just I toss a little bit of shredded cheese in that, toss it mm-hmm. up, and then throw some uh, sour cream on it, and that's my dinner. Nice. I have to say, it's really good. I'll keep everybody updated. I've decided to go the all carb diet, <laughs> and I'm currently ballooning. Are you really? I feel, no. I feel great. I'm actually I, I I'm about where I weighed the last time I started to lose weight. I mean I haven't gone streakingly past that. I've got to start again. But it was funny. I'm like okay, but I'm like no. You know what? I'm kind of happy right now. <laughs> and that's key, so, right? Yeah, and that will change. There, I always get to a point, and Susan's the same way. We always get to a point where we're like okay, I'm doing it. Let's we're going back. We're going to do this and this, this and this, and then we do it. So, uh, but I just like to say I'm on an all carb diet. Because you go the carnivore diet, so I like to chime in on my end and say that I'm doing the all-carb, all-sugar diet. And, so is, uh, is that the opposite? Because somebody said to me, oh, so you're eating the opposite of vegan. I go, hmm. Because I had the same thought. Is it opposite mm-hmm. of vegan or is it opposite of like 100% carb diet? Hmm. I think it's I more know. the... I, uh, see, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not ideological about it, so no. I would go the opposite of the carb thing. Right. But then I saw a shirt that said... 100% non-vegan. I was like, oh, I want that shirt. <laughs> the real you comes out when you see that. You're like, oh, yes. I'm like, oh, oh yes. I would love to have that to be able to just be like walking down the street and somebody go, what? I'm like, yeah, are you vegan? Yeah, I find that insulting. That's <laughs> the best part of it. Yeah, right? I find it insulting. You know what? I find it just as insulting that you're a vegan. Have a nice day. Right? <laughs> yeah. There was, um, so speaking of giving non-vegans a hard time, so there's, um, or a vegan a hard time. Vegan a hard time. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I had, uh, had somebody comment on a comment that I made. So I follow a guy named Sean Baker. Mm -hmm. He's a carnivore advocate. No, carnivore person and advocate Mm -hmm. in some ways. Anyway, he posted it. He goes, who has the caption for this one? And it shows, um, Is this seriously Moby? I'll have to look it up. But it shows a guy mm-hmm. with a tattoo on his neck that says vegan for life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who has, mm-hmm. who, has the, who has the best caption for this, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and um, you know, there's different ones, right? Um, you know, ready to lose all that annoying muscle mass? Go vegan, right? Like, you know, that's a caption right. for it. And, sure. You know, all these, but mine was in, uh, in, in quotes, you know, Saves me the effort of having to announce I'm a vegan within 30 seconds of every conversation. Seriously. Right? Yeah. 
It's like if a, if a vegan doesn't tell you they're vegan, like within the first two minutes you, you see them, they're going to die, apparently. <laughs> really? It's, seriously. Two minutes? Apparently it's a thing. Hmm. Like I. My name's... My name... <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to think of a really silly name. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 <laughs> that was a fail. Fuck. That fucking sucked. You failed. Usually I'm good at that stuff, but I just for some reason today I was like, oh, yeah. My name... My, my, my name is... Ah, that fucking Sven. That's not going to work. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something just ridiculously pull, over the top. You, like, you, my name pull? is my name is Mandarin. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> my name is Mandarin. I'm a vegan. Oh, thank God. I, thank God you said that because you were going to die. <laughs> you know? I, I love uh, I love. It's like CrossFit one. people. It's the same thing. It's totally. the running joke of CrossFit. You right. know, the, the number one rule of CrossFit is tell everybody every minute of the day you do CrossFit. <laughs> What's the number one rule of CrossFit? Tell everybody you do CrossFit. What's everybody rule, you what's do a, CrossFit. What's rule number two of, of doing CrossFit? You got to tell everybody about doing CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. Same as the Fight Club thing, but vegan, right? Oh, yeah, um, exactly. I love this shirt that I pulled up. I forgot this one. This one's so good. My food eats your food. Oh, yeah. It's a little play on the, uh, my, you know, my, my elementary school kid beat up your honor student play. You know, the yep. little jokes on the thing. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's nice. Meat, or I love this one. Meat is murder. And in the middle, it says tasty, tasty murder. Yummy little murder. Yummy murder, murder. hornets. Right. Ooh, 100%, 100%, what's it say? 100% or 0% vegan with a steak in the middle. Oh, that's funny. That's very good. Maybe I'll oh, get it. Maybe man. I'll get a non world's worst vegan. That would be me. Oh, oh, well, yeah, there you go. I think that's that's a winner right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I people uh, people people are gonna people are gonna love love this part of it. Um, okay, so oh well, yeah. So we were talking about sound bites, and this one's sort of a sound bite, but it's also just Trump being a dumb dumb. Sure, I love. Do you heard the his clip when he was answering questions about his one of his staffers? testing positive for covid did you see that mm-hmm. i think i did yeah oh I've my god like <laughs> and, and i don't know like obviously you know i'm not a fan but sure i don't care who says this one he's like what did he say so oh, fuck i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find the, mm-hmm. the clip and play it just because it's it's so it, fucking funny it's funny <laughs> it's so funny trump on covid test let's see what he what is, this? is that where he like like walked away from him <laughs> or something like something happened and he like turned and they had it he was like up and he was out <laughs> or something no no no, no 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 it's the one where he goes i know which one you're talking about but <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's yeah. the one where he talks about um his his staffer uh mm. oh fuck i know where i'll go look for it my Let's staffer greatest staffer in the world greatest staffer in the world until she yeah had, until she had the COVID. Until she has the COVID. But the but. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, here. Uh, fuck! I thought the Daily Show posted it. But basically, he says, mm-hmm. you know. She was fine. She was she was perfectly clear. She was per- and then one day suddenly, 
she tested positive. So I just, we don't know about these tests, but that's the <laughs> point yeah. of a test is you, you test people consistently and then sure. one day somebody might, that's the point of the test. Did you hear about the uh, the president? I don't remember what. I African ruined. It. I got to find the clip. You keep talking. I'll find the clip. The there was a. It was so funny though about the testing. Just in general, there was an African country's leader who wasn't believing the testing. So when they got the kits that they were oh, sent, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, he basically had them swab a fruit and like uh, I don't know something yeah. else, and they basically put human names on it. And they sent the tests in, and they said they were positive for COVID. <laughs> and he was well, like, "Something's not right." Well, I know. You that know, they're... that was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that you know, and that was more toward the beginning of this. This wasn't you know recently. Yeah. This was probably two months ago, but maybe three, four months ago, maybe at this point. But I just thought it was an interesting side note, you know, kind of thing. But I was like, "Hmm, well, that's a way to test something." I mean, I don't blame you. So, where is it? Is this the? Is this the one? Oh, let's see if this is the correct one. I'm gonna bore people. We need a we need a Jamie. Well, I don't know much about it. Does anybody want to talk about it? It's uh, she's a wonderful young woman, uh, Katie. She tested uh, very good for a long period of time, and then all of a sudden today. She she tested very good. For a long period of time. So, first of all, <laughs> she tested very good. You mean she tested negative? Yeah, I don't know what good means. Is that on the scale? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, right. So, here we go. Here's... So, hold on, hold on, hold on. so for people to listen to this, it's so good. I don't know much about it. Does anybody want to talk about it? It's, uh, she's a wonderful young woman. I don't know what that has to do with anything. She tested uh, very good for... A long period of time and then all of a sudden today she tested positive uh she hasn't come into contact with me she spent some time with uh, the vice president uh it's uh, i believe the press person right You'd say press person uh, so uh, she tested positive out of the blue this is why the whole concept of tests aren't necessarily great the tests are Perfect, but something can happen between a test where it's good and well, well, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with the test. They're not okay. No, they're not that, perfect. No, that's 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 why the tests are good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, what, is it, what else does he say here? And all of a sudden, she was tested very recently and tested negative, and then today, I guess for some reason, she tested positive. So Mike knows. For some reason. Well, if she tested negative before and now she tested positive, then yeah, there's clearly a connection. But that also does raise question. If she tested negative, say, multiple times before, nothing's changed, and all of a sudden it's positive, who knows? I don't know what the hell's well, going what, what, It's just funny. You just could so have simply funny. said, here's what, I like. here's what I think is funny about it, is, is, is the fact that, you know, Katie is what her name is. Correct, yeah. Right? And at least she's a nice person. She's a very nice person. That's the funny part I do think about Trump is when he talks about people like and if he is being positive, he like talks everybody up. Right. Yeah. So it's like, or when there's a negative circumstance, he right. says like, oh, there's a great person, you know, yeah. you know he killed right. his mom like, the other day, but he's, we've yeah. always known to be a good person. Right. But I just think it's funny because it's like, well, Katie, she's a, she's a wonderful young lady, a very good staffer. What does that have to do with the test? That has zero to do. Zero. Like yeah. what if Katie's an asshole? 
you know, she's probably not. But it's just kind of funny. It, but that's just Trump speak. He does that all the time for everything. You yeah. know. Oh yeah, and I that I just mm-hmm. even ignore at this point. But the point oh, that sure. he says, it's funny. Though. That's the pro- what else does he say here? Let's see. I think there's a little more. Hold on. Ooh, oh, there's usually some more. Getting a circle. Done what he has to do. I think he's uh, on an airplane. Oh no, this is yeah. That's right. Now right. they just talk about what the sure, vice president's right. doing for precautions. Right. Sure. Um, and, and you know what, like. It's obviously something to take seriously. It's somebody that's, you know, the vice president's uh, mm-hmm, sure. you know, close staff. Um, it it makes sense that that could get around to Trump. Like, yeah, we get. We get it's a legitimate question, and uh, I don't. And, and and actually, for him, that was actually a fairly decent response to that question. And that's like, the he thing didn't is, belittle the question. No, he didn't. He's, he's you know, talking, which is yeah. yeah, you know, which is kind of actually to be fair, surprised me a little bit. Like I'm like. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I get it. And Trump Cause likes usually, it because yeah. usually what he does with things like that that sounds so mm-hmm. negative, he usually does everything he can to spin his way out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's not something to spin your way out of. It's no, you don't have to. It's not like you did. It's not like Trump did anything wrong. No. <laughs> you no, know, and, somebody and, and, potentially p- uh, tested positive. Nobody's saying Donald Trump. That's your fault. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> you know? and, and may, right? Maybe so. he actually has a. A realization that that's that's the case and why he's so calm sure. about it. But yeah, again, the, the yeah. point that he says, yeah. you know, tested, <laughs> you know, no, didn't test for it, didn't, and then suddenly did, and that's the problem with the testing. No, that's that's not the problem with the testing. That's exactly well, here's what you the thing. want out of the testing. You want it well, to that, show. But, but yeah, you it. want it to show when he does it, but then if she goes and takes the same test the next day and she's clean, then it's a testing issue. It's a testing right? issue, but right. you know, he, you know, he, and if that's what he's trying to get at, then he... I think he should just say that. Well, if that's, that's what he's thing. trying to say. Right. I think that's what he's trying to say. Like how I took that clip was somebody saying, you know, she's taken the test multiple times before and come up negative. And just as of recently as apparently, you know, right now she's she's positive. And instead of just leaving it, we don't really understand at this point, you know, how that may have happened. But we're going to go ahead and, you know, have her watched and, and retested. Like you, that's how you just answer it. Like there's there's no like you don't need to hide anything because he clearly wasn't anyways. It was just like why talk about. Why point and say, well, that could be the problem with the test? Well, it very well could be. And I'm not saying that's not valid. What I'm saying is, is if she tested uh, negative multiple times previously and all of a sudden she's positive, it very well could be a potential testing issue. But obviously you're going to have to recheck that. You're going to want to make sure. It's more likely that she just came into contact with somebody who had it. Extremely possible. It's extremely possible. Or it also could be also theoretically possible that it could be a faulty test. It could. Of course. Yeah. But I'm just saying so, that in, in the right. in the world of plausibility and sure. likelihoods, yeah. it's just likely well, that she ran it. I mean, look, there's 4 million active cases or whatever, exactly. or there was 4 million cases in the exactly. US, which means exactly. there's a ton more than oh, that sure. because that's that's how many were tested for. Right, um, yeah. So the fact is she probably ran into somebody who had it. And you know what? Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what's I mean, been it's, happening. So that's how it, I watched an interesting thing on this. It was an hour, maybe it was like a forty-five minute bit on Netflix, and it was it was just kind of a little history of the current COVID nineteen, like just kind of it, it wasn't overly in depth, but it was enough for you to get a basic understanding of what it is and why it's so difficult. And I thought it was very interesting is because it doesn't have a high kill rate. It's a lot harder to contain. You know, like a uh, like a like an Ebola, which sure. is nasty, right? The problem, and people get sick very quickly, and once people get sick very quickly, they're quarantined and they died, right? So it doesn't generally spread. Whereas this, there isn't a necessarily alarmingly high death rate, 
but the problem with that is it's harder to knock it knock that virus out because it's it just it's much easier to spread because you don't have a high death rate from it so it just continues to spread and spread and spread and spread and so that's it was very interesting that angle of it which is like okay this overall they're like likening this right now you know to not even you know like i said it was there was another they gave a timeline of previous pandemics that happened and then gave a kind of rating this on the scale and it wasn't even rating rating extremely high it was rating middle lower end kind of situation but i thought it was interesting with that which is the fact that it's it's not a high tent really kill virus but that makes it so much harder to contain because it doesn't have you know symptoms can show anywhere between three and ten days or maybe even or 14. not at all it's, right it's or not at all yeah. so you know there isn't a set time that you necessarily may have a sign right so it's it's very hard to contain something like that in that kind of scenario just because it's it's not readily seen um you're right people may feel sick but they don't really feel overly sick so they don't go to the doctor right and they recover from it but they passed it to 50 other people in time you know just and so that's what's interesting about it um i just found it to be kind of fascinating from that aspect of it but um but yeah i just uh yeah (laughs) but things are opening back up which is a good thing you know we actually went out to dinner the other night for the first time in like how long you have the covid nah yeah we had masks but uh (laughs) we didn't wear them but that's okay (laughs) where'd you go for dinner uh cj's pizza it's a pizza place that actually dal uh susan's well it's actually dallas's cousin works there so we used to like go pick up from there just to kind of obviously support local businesses and stuff they they got good pizza but they have like beer and sandwiches and a whole bunch of stuff so they opened back up and so we went out to dinner after work on last friday and we went in and sat down and had a couple beers and and some food it was really good it was just good to get out and people were you can tell people were just happy being out you know so. Yeah, we um, we're seeing in BC uh, most of the openings are happening through this week, mm-hmm. so it's starting. We're calling it phase two, right? We have phase, a, we have a similar phase. Yeah, phase uh, like we we like like what's happening next is it's going to be more like when restaurants you're going to be able to be open, but you're going to have they're going to have set up and it, you're going to have half basically capacity kind of scenarios yeah, for a to. while, which is, which is fine. I mean, that, 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 that's good. And I could, I think that's fine. I do think it's very, you know, over the top that here they want you to wear a mask when you walk in the restaurant. And then when you sit down at the booth, you know, you can take your mask off, but the minute you get out of the booth, you got to put it back on. And I'm just, I get to a certain point where I'm like, that's probably a bit much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I been months. Agree. It's been months now at this point. And I'm not saying not to be careful, but I'm saying, okay, you know, <laughs> we, we can, we can, you know, if you want to wear a mask, feel free. I'm not going to say anything about it. Go for it. You know, but, and, and, and businesses do have a right. I mean, they have a right to refuse service. And there are some businesses I've seen that, that require you to wear a mask. And I have a mask in my pocket. And if I need to wear one, I'll put it on. But if I don't need to wear one, I'm not putting like cloth, cool mask. Did you get one? Yeah, uh, I have I have two two types of mask. I have a cloth cool one because Susan has some, and then I have a kind of one of the ones they look more like the medical ones, the sort of paperish looking. You know, I have one that like in the in the in the center console to have just easily accessible kind of. You don't wear it while you're driving. Like no. when you see some people and driving <laughs> along with their mask on, fucking kidding me! Jesus, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm like okay, you, you know. see that and you're like, stop it. Yeah, what yeah, this doing? is just 
This is ridiculous. It's like I went through a drive-through. It was probably two weeks now, right? And in the drive-through was this, I'll give them credit. At least there was the sign, and it said, and this is in the drive-through. They don't they don't have any takeout or they don't have any dine-in. It says, you know, please have a mask on or mask covering mouth when presenting or when you know interacting with you know the cashier. I'm like, I'm in my truck. You want me to put a mask on right. to hand the lady my credit card and to take my food. And to, it was, to be fair, though, they were very loose about it because it said, just have your face covered. So I literally had the mask in my hand and I just put it up to my face when I handed her. Like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. put it on, you know, it was just like, okay. To me, that's the most over the top in the drive-thru I've seen. Like, I'm like, that's a bit much. But, you know, to be fair, they gave you a couple different options. They even gave you the option if you wanted to put your T-shirt over your nose like you do, like if you just farted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, at least at least they gave you some, like, options. Like, I was totally fine with taking my hand and covering my mouth with the mask as I handed her my stuff. Whatever, you know. I just didn't want to put it on my ears and put it on and all that stuff. But That's awesome. I love that I went through McDonald's one day, mm-hmm. the drive-thru. I don't know, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they passed the debit machine, mm-hmm. she had it. Did, they, did they have it so you put it in directly? No, we, mm-hmm. we're we in we're in the 21st century. You guys, mm-hmm. back in your archaic ways in the US, mm-hmm. yeah. you guys never tap. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys don't do use tap ever, do you? No, there's some places that do. Yeah, some places. Yeah. Here, mm-hmm. if a place doesn't have tap, people look and go, the fuck you don't have tap for what like it's the way that people pay here period did you just did you just call us archaic yeah okay well um so sorry for canada i'm gonna nuke you right now <laughs> again archaic dude cyber wars is what cyber yeah i'm gonna go old old school and go nuclear <laughs> you you, it, you you blow you blow up one little corner we shut down the whole grids Anyway, um, no, but but actually, in, in in all seriousness, to to say that you guys have been behind, and that's, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this from a no, I don't like Canadian whatever. perspective. It's a I'm worldwide sure. perspective. Like, oh, I know, we just finally got the chip stuff. That was like a big deal. Like, we are and that's so, been happening in Europe for years because my mom talked oh, and about here it when we went to Europe. Yeah, and here too. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. we have we have been using um, tap to pay. Mm-hmm. For like, okay, so my Apple Watch, I use my Apple Watch to tap to pay. Mm-hmm. Susan does too. And yeah. I've been using that for over four years. Mm-hmm. And Susan's been using her for about that. They've had it here for a while in that range. She's, we've had it. For, she's done. Oh, I know that, bit, but yeah. it's just yeah. like you, it's just I, not as consistent. Like, it's, like you can't go to like if you go to any place here that has debit. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing it, too yeah. is we've been way further ahead with debit payment that mm-hmm. comes through your bank account. Mm-hmm. Sure. And credit cards, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. So in the U.S., um, like you guys can, like you can go up and say, pay for, pay with debit, which pays out of your bank account, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we also have credit, but it also comes out of your bank account if you have a check card. Okay, the so debit, the, the debt, yeah, the debt. Well, the debit really the only thing is most places, you know, like the, the, so the, the same, merchants, so, right? So same thing. You can call it right, whatever you yeah, want, basically. Yeah, when, whatever. Yeah. When you go like this yeah. and go to the machine and it comes out of your bank account immediately, mm-hmm. we call sure. that debiting. U.S. You guys call it check card. Same thing. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. But you get. We've been doing that for so long, like forever and a day. And the reason why is because there's a system up here called Interact. Mm-hmm. And Interact uh, Direct Payments um, is universal. 
And because of that, um, we've had, you know, d- you know, basically pay from your bank account. So it's like using cash mm-hmm. basically, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Forever. But in the US, Interact couldn't get a hold for whatever reason. Because, well, uh, there is a reason. Because Visa and MasterCard wanted control of that ability. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're, they have a way bigger hold in the US than they do up here. Mm-hmm. So they basically stopped Interact from having any kind of foothold in the US for that, you know, check card, de- you know, direct debit until finally Visa and MasterCard could could do it. But like, like literally, I remember when I was a, like a teenager driving into the US and, and I always had, and, and had friends or something and I've been doing it and they're like, you're going to buy something like, you've got to have cash because you can't use your debit card. People are like, huh? I can't use my debit card? I'm like, no. Like there's no place here that'll do it. Like, mm. what do you mean? They're like, it doesn't exist. People don't even, know. you go to a store and go, and in Bellingham, you could go and say, uh, can I pay by debit? And like, dude, you're in the States. Like, you can't do that because there's so mm. many Canadians who go to Bellingham. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you go south, like Seattle, for the longest time, people are like, you want to do what? <laughs> I want to pay with my bank card. Like, I, I have a bank card. Like, not a Visa, not a MasterCard. Like, it's a, just a bank card. Just my right. Toronto Dominion mm-hmm. bank card, and I can pay anywhere with that. Like your like your ATM card, mm-hmm. you just pay with that, right? Which is yeah, which is what we do now. You do yeah. now, but again, mm-hmm. we've been doing it forever. Anyway, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I was at McDonald's, girl, and, and it, it, oh my god, it, that's so far off. We went on that. We're back at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, oh, cool, nice. Well, and because because what and this is where the tap to pay is awesome because uh-huh. she had she had the she had the machine on a stick, and she stuck <laughs> the stick out the window right into the car. Tap, <laughs> and I just went tap, and she's like, "Thanks." I'm like, "Later." It was awesome. So I so here's me. I go to In and Out the other day, right? And I roll the I have the window down. So hold on, my... this is the in part, right? Yeah, In and Out Burger. Yeah, no, but no. Anyways, yeah, you get the so time. come on, yeah, I do. Come on, I'm all. <laughs> Okay, so I get up to the window and she holds out the debit machine, right? Like you normally would, you know, That's right. you would do it for. So I yeah. literally take my card and I just go right in the machine. Boop. And it was it was like clean too, by the way. I didn't oh, even nice. miss the hole. I was so proud of myself. And so I went and boom. And the funniest part was she's like, "Wow, that was the." Cl-. She must be I don't know, nineteen or twenty, if that. She's all. Wow, that's the cl- the cleanest slide and I've seen all day. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like it's a gift. <laughs> it's like you were thoroughly impressed with my sliding the card in without it actually touching the sides. Like I just went, pop, pop. She's all that was and I'm like sitting there going, It's a gift. <laughs> were you hitting on me? I think she was. I don't I know. Think- yeah, the, uh, the teenage girl at the internet was... Uh, I think she was. ...was hitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? That's so, that's so fucking pathetic sounding from being so like path- 45. Very, very Sounds pathetic. like fucking like old All man right. wishful thinking. Let's talk about something cool. Sure. <laughs> Do you... I've been, I've been meaning... Okay, so this one I've been... I've had an interest in some time. Mm-hmm. And then after doing something with Griffin, I was like, I've, I'm now convinced I can I could do it in some ultra amateur way mm-hmm. okay so you know who jackson pollock is i hope the painter yes okay. the painter and you know what most of his sort of most famous mm-hmm. paintings look like they're splatter right paintings. of course yeah, yeah. every abstract been, yeah well that's why he's an abstract impressionist exactly 
Or is he an abstract? He's an abstract. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's an impressionist. Jackson Pollock. I think he's an abstract impression. I mean, it goes to show how much no I know. While I'm looking this up, I promised mm-hmm. a person I follow on um, Instagram we would give him a shout out, and I didn't last time, and I will now. But you didn't even clear this with me? It what did. if I don't like them? I had. What if I don't like them? I had. Okay. It's another edibles. Well, I will. I will honor your shout out then. It's an, It's another um, edibles. Um, oh company. well, that's okay then. Totally fine. So <laughs> they actually got uh, they got deleted on Instagram, and I picked up their newest one. So before it was something else. So it's actually mm-hmm. cool because now I can let them know that we've because they only they don't have that many followers yet, and hopefully mm-hmm. someone will hear and jump on. Uh, it says for every twenty four hours, every follower is entered into a hundred dollar giveaway. Anyway. Um, they are called Medicated Dot Edibles. They're in Vancouver. Hmm. Their Instagram does say informational purpose only, nothing for sale on Instagram. So that's their way of attempting to not get uh, um, banned again. Banned again. But they were originally MMM mm, underscore edibles, but now they're Medicated Dot Edibles. You know, mm-hmm. good for them. Um, trying to make a go for this here. And uh, follow and share this post and tag. Okay, um, so you know they're, they're they're looking to make a go for their business and good for them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always impressed, and I said this back with Bunny Buds that you know people who hustle and work hard always impressive to me. So you know I ran into these people somehow. I don't know, but there I did, and uh, you, I said I'd give you, them a shout out. So you ran into them at a park. Or behind a liquor store. I ran to Or in a dark alley. Or on Instagram, like the new <laughs> the new way of running into people is, right? No. Um <laughs> yeah. this is Vancouver. Park. Hold on, just a park. <laughs> you ran into him at a park. At a park. A at park. a park. Yeah. Or behind the liquor store. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> behind the liquor store. That's the best place. Oh heck I want yeah. the liquor. I would like to talk to you, sir. Yes, so anyway, exactly. medicated.edibles, if you're interested, look it up on Instagram, give them a shout, uh, follow them on Instagram. Um, I'm sure that you'll know what. And if you do, and they ask where they, they uh, you heard from them, you need to give the Mono Me Mono podcast the shout out for that. Yeah. Just uh, let, let them know. Let them know that's where you heard about it. Free advertising. Um, free advertising. We're happy to do it. Fr- exactly. Free podcast. So free advertising. Exactly. Um. Jackson Pollock is an abstract expressionist. 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 Not impressionist. Expressionist, which makes sense. So anyway, I've watched some videos on him doing his paintings, and then I watched some people doing paintings. And um, I'm actually going to try to do one myself. Because when I watch Griffin do his, because that's what we we watch the video, so Griffin can Mm -hmm. do his, you know, inspired Jackson Pollock. And I watched, and his turned out pretty cool. Now, I did learn some things. First of all, he did it on a poster board. So when you do paint on a poster board, mm-hmm. it's going to, you know, it's different than on a canvas. Obviously, right. it's going to mix into each other and it's not going to. And also, um, it's it folded up like that when it dried, it pulled up the poster board. So we tried to flatten it out. It's cracking. So we're going to have to figure that one out. So I'm going to get a canvas and I'm going to get some paint. I don't I have to research paints and what kind of paints to use. And I'm going to know I'm going to do some things like I'm going to paint on it, let some of it dry, 
put some more paint on. But what he did, I don't know if you know, is he, for the most part, um, put his canvas on the floor and then walked around it. Right. Yeah. So instead I of seeing some pictures of it, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. And, um, I really want to, I have some ideas about even where I want to sort of like, not just like randomly put shit. I have, I actually mm-hmm. have some, so I'm going to do it, but I want to get a big one. I want to get like a, I was looking at a, um, I think it was a two and a half by four foot canvas mm-hmm. and then, and then try that. Well, it could yeah. be fun. I think it would be really fun. It's, um, I, I've, I've, I've come to like, and kind of appreciate like, especially like art, like paintings, mm-hmm. um, more recently. And I don't know if that's cause I'm maturing or cause I'm just branching bored. out <laughs> bored or, you know, well, maybe like last year or two or three, mm-hmm. but you know, just sort of appreciating things a little, I don't, I don't know, but I like Jackson Pollock. So, I mean, you know, some people go, oh, well, you know, he's the most famous painter. I go, well, that doesn't mean for shit. Like, no, I yeah. really like his paintings. And, you know, okay, well, maybe that's why he's super famous because his paintings are really good. Like, I don't, you know, maybe that's why one's yeah, worth... Yeah, of course, two, duh. Maybe that's why one's worth $200 million. Like... Yeah, well, why aren't you... That's just, why aren't you allowed to like a famous painter? <laughs> yeah, like, he's famous because people like him. Like, that's, you know... That's like basically going, well, who do you like? I like Aerosmith. Well, yeah, of course you like Aerosmith. They're like really famous. Well, yeah, yeah because almost everybody likes Aerosmith. They're so really what? Fa- I really, like them too. And they're really famous because <laughs> they're good. Right, right. That That's exactly what I took from that conversation. Like, I'm like, well, why wouldn't you, if they're a really famous painter, many people have seen it. I mean, it, so, it go, it, I guess it goes the other way. Just because they're famous, you don't have to like them. And that's... Maybe a oh, little see, that's, yeah, but I would, I would venture, yes, and I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that would buy, you know, a Jackson Pollock or a, you know, a Van Gogh or or whatever. It may, you know, Thomas Kincaid, so somebody a little more modern, right? Obviously, if you wanted, you know, but just to have one, but not really like the painting. Well, that's just lame. You know, the whole right. point of art is it's supposed to like that's the thing about art, just like any kind of any kind of art, whether it be music or painting, drawing, other kind of stuff is generally looking at that item or listening to that item or watching a, a film is going to elicit some sort of emotion. Yeah. That's, and it that's just is. A, right. right it exactly. Is. And, it, and it doesn't even have to like, you don't even have to be able to pinpoint what emotion that is. And I think that's, what's really so cool about just art in general. And it's like wine, right? The thing that's so cool about wine is not everybody's going to like the same wine you do. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of staples that almost everybody likes, but with so many like beers, you know, so many people making them and doing that, you just have all this opportunity to, to, you know, you don't have to like every wine you try, you know? I mean, that's what's neat about it is, 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 but yet somebody comes behind me might love that glass of wine that I didn't like. And I think that's awesome. You know, you like it. I don't cool. Right on. Same thing with painting, same thing with art. You like say this painting and I don't care for it, but I like this one. Right. I mean, Hey, I mean, that's, that's so true. The, um, and actually, speaking of, of that, is um, Lee Krasner, who was Jackson Pollock's wife. I really like her art, mm-hmm. too. She was also, um, she was in the same school of sort of art, that mm-hmm. abstract um, expressionist. In fact, she's got a couple of them. I'm a huge fan. There's one called, uh, what's it called? Oh, there it is. I found it. Hiding in, look this up. I'm looking uh, at, look the, up the, this painting on your okay. computer. 
Um, look up Lee Krasner, so like Lee and then Krasner with a K. Okay. You'll find it right away. Got it. And the painting is called Hiding in Plain Sight. I've always loved this painting. Okay, so that. Is this, and just to make sure I'm looking at the right picture, it's it's like pink and orange? Yep, you got it. Okay, got yep. the right one. It's fantastic. Love that one. Oh, wow, that is nice. I'm just, yeah. That's very good. Well, you know, I do too. That's very interesting, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, if you look at my Instagram, you know how uh, I don't know if a lot of people, only one person's ever picked up on this. Mm -hmm. But if you look at my Instagram, um, my my profile, like the circle profile picture, mm -hmm. right? That's a Jackson Pollock painting. It's called the Deep. Hmm. See, the, the problem is, is you can't. I can't really make it out and then I can't hit it and it, it doesn't show up like what the, like Facebook, it doesn't show you what the actual picture is. Yes. Cause it's just a little bit. Right. So I can't like, like I've always wondered what it was, but I was never able to like look and like enlarge it and go, what is that? Yeah. So that's why I say. What's it called again? I'm the deep. The deep. It's one Jackson of my favorites. It's one of my favorites that he's done. Okay, now I can look it up. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's very cool. I like that. Nice choice. Yeah, he's. Um, I think that that's. Um, I think that's a Lee Krasner painting hiding in plain sight. Yeah, it is. It is. It had her name with it when I looked it up. But yeah, now that I'm really looking at that. Picture, oh no, I don't yeah. think. Actually, hold on. Have I been thinking that's a painting of hers? Or is that actually called something else? Oh, it's combat. Sorry, that's what it is. I just saw it on here. Another. It's combat. That pink one is called combat. Oh, that is combat. Got it. Sorry, okay. There we go. Combat, 1965. I don't know how it went. Uh, it was a, something else. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool, though. Yeah, see, like, and then when you look at some of the ones that, what's his name? Um that Pollock did. Like if you look up Jackson mm -hmm. Pollock in paintings. Mm -hmm, sure. Um, just look up Jackson Pollock. So the deep is one of my favorites. I mean, there's the obvious ones, right? Mm -hmm. Like number 17 is the most, um, the most valuable one of all time. Um, number five, I think is, but I'll, where's the one that is? Uh, I'll, I'll, can I, I'm so bad at trying to remember the names of them. I always um, forget, and most paintings have a name. Because I just look at the painting. I don't really look down at the corner, you know, that says, yeah. so-and-so did this, and this is, you know, Clovers in Springtime, or whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, the, the abstract impressionist ones, expressionist ones are very interesting when you, um, when you start to look, cause it, it'd be like, like, like Pollock names some of them just by numbers. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and then some of them, 
And then some of them, of course, have like, you know, like the deep, mm-hmm. which I, I like because in part two, because it's not a typical one that people kind of comment on. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can bring up. Sorry, combat, that's what it is. I can't believe I had that so unbelievably wrong. How about this one by Jackson Pollock? Circumcision. Is there one called that? Called, yeah, one called Circumcision. It's actually really neat looking too. I'm gonna I'm gonna text it to you. I'll Google it. Oh, yeah, no, no, I love that painting. It's a great painting. <laughs> yeah, and actually there's... <laughs> it's really actually, cool. Yes, it's very cool. And actually one yeah. of the ones that I'm a fan of that's similar-ish to that one is um, called Lavender Mist. Look up Lavender Mist then. Let's see. Come on. It's actually it's actually number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lavender Mist. Really? Yeah, Lavender Mist. Is it Lynn? No, no, no. No, no, no. Not the... No, not Lavender Mist. Sorry. Um... Mural. Just mural? I think it's called, yeah. Hold on, let me. Yeah, 1943. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's very similar. But yeah, that's very cool. Mm, Let me see. Oh, it's on Khan Academy. That's cool. I gotta say, I like Circumcision over uh, Mural. Circumcision's awesome. That's a great painting. impressive yeah sorry it's mural that's the one i was thinking of so you're so you're but you're thinking about setting this up for uh for griff right no for me for oh for you yeah. okay i thought you were talking i thought we were talking mainly about griffin doing it no so griffin did one right but i want to do it like more like with an actual canvas and then like you know he did it in five minutes ten mm-hmm. minutes i actually want to do it over a couple days i want to like you know i want to paint i want to drip I want to like splatter. I really want to sort of like stand back and really look at it and just let sort of whatever guide me where I'm going to put the paint mm-hmm. with each color. I actually want it. I don't want to do it. Like I want to, I want to put one color down and then just say, okay, that color's down. Mm-hmm. And I want to layer on the next color. I want to do like, I'm thinking to do like four or five colors and then and then just and then that's it. I don't want to see how it turns out, but I also got to find a space because if I'm going to do that big enough, I want to drop cloth around it, and then I want to be able to move around it and sort of work sort of from. I already have ideas like in my mind how I, I want to work from sort of one basic area, but mm-hmm. come at it from different places. Um, but sort of say here's where I'm working from is sort of like this is how I would hang it, mm-hmm. so this would be the bottom, right? And then and then do that so. I'm, I'm, the more I think about it, the more I'm interested in doing it. Hmm. So yeah, you'll have to do a a time lapse video. I, bet th- I thought about doing that too, and I'm like, so then then that would or take... or doing a minimum some snapshots in between. Yeah, like if you well, I thought doing about the time snapshots. Lapse. I thought about the time lapse. Actually, mm-hmm. I thought about that. You know, in getting something where I set up my phone, put it, click it, and then mm-hmm. edit it from the beginning to the end. Sure. Or pull out snippets of it. Um, so there's that. I had thought about that. Um, and snapshots, of course, at the progress. But 
I'm not sure what I'll do because the garage, we have a bunch of things in there right now. Oh, I'll figure it out sometime. It'll be, and I, and I don't know what paints to use. Like, I don't know what would be, like, I know acrylics are decent. Apparently, um, and I don't, I don't want to copy Pollock. I'm really trying to just sort of draw inspiration sort of mm-hmm. from, from sort of his style. And, but I know he used house paint at some times. So I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do some research. I'll go into like a Michaels and be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be a painter, but I want to do this right. Well, they have Michaels up there. Oh, yeah, Michael's is huge yeah. up here. Just They're huge no, down, huge yeah. down here as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, Susan goes there all the time. She's yeah. a crafter. She's Christy a crafter. loves the Christy loves yeah. the Michaels. Oh yeah. yeah, Susan's a huge crafter. I mean, we have a whole room for her crafting now. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we have many we have many rooms for the crafting. It seems um, she has no, like she has like the Cricut printers. You know those those ones that print out everything now, and it's just like where you can do like vinyl uh, stickers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a whole, I mean, she's done some stuff that I'm like, wow, this is really good shit. Like, it's really cool. And that's how she likes to focus her, her energy on that. So I'm like, go for it. I buy action figures. <laughs> she, you know, she does that. It's kind of cool. That, that is awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> my dolls, my dolls. We haven't talked to my dolls in a long time. Oh, your dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Your action dolls. I, um, dolls. I had mentioned the whole painting thing to someone. They're like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sell it? No. Nobody's going to want to buy my paint. <laughs> You're all, yeah, I'm just going to all of a sudden be a famous artist just like yes, that. Just like that. I'll be, as, I'll be as successful as a painter as I am as a podcaster. How's that? <laughs> well, in that case, you're going to be pretty good. I'll be pretty good. Except for here's the difference. Hmm. My investment into, Different. Um, yeah. into yeah. the painting will be shit yeah. tons more. Well, that's the thing about painting, though. Like anything artistic like susan and her crafts i mean she does stuff and she sold some stuff that she's done but she doesn't do it to sell it she does it because she likes creating and that's the same thing that you're coming from with what you want to do and i don't think any artist ever ever got into art thinking i'm gonna be an artist and i'm gonna sell this i think you think you get there at some point like it but i don't think you get into it in the beginning for that you get into it because of being able to have expression and, and, you know, creativity and all that stuff. And, and it's like everything, you know, some artists make it and some don't, but I don't know if, you know, it's kind of a weird, weird, weird world to get famous in, you know? So. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, I, you know, if somebody actually takes it, like goes to school, you know, goes mm-hmm. to university, like, you know, mm-hmm. like learns actually about how to do, like, I think you, I think you might, but, Nobody, nobody goes. I'm going to be the most famous painter in the world, or no, or any kind. Most right? people that most people that that do that create art for a living, though, definitely, uh, especially now, I would say a lot of them have gone to school, some sort of schooling, especially in art of somehow. Um, and then yeah, there's probably some people that were just insanely gifted that, that didn't ever have to do that because there are always those prodigies out there somewhere. For but sure. I, I definitely think a lot of people that that became the, who they are in their profession though, but you know, they, they obviously, you know, had a lot of schooling in it as well. You know, whether mm-hmm. it be just like my, like a guy I went to high school with, um, he had a, he's a very good artist. He did comic strips. He actually, when we were a senior in high school, he had a comic strip in the Sacramento Bee. It was like once, like a month. It was in this like section, and he had a comic strip. And it was really interesting. And he ended up going to Cal Arts, which is in the Bay Area. 
And he's been working for Pixar for 15 years. 18, oh, yeah, you 20 mentioned now? Yeah, yeah. That's right. he's, but he went to school. He went to Cal Arts in, in the Bay Area. So he did go to school beyond that in, in art. Um, and he does, I guess he does animation now. He's worked on all the Disney stuff, everything. He does all yeah, that stuff. It's so cool, right? It's very, yeah, he's with Pixar. So it's, it's very cool. He's actually won, you know, he's been part of groups that have won like Oscars and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember work. you so, were talking about that guy before. That's yeah, like, and he's a really cool guy. He's a really nice guy. And it's just, yeah, it's it, but it's, that kind of gives you a feel, though. Like He was really good. I mean, he was a guy who could be in class, and at the beginning of class has a blank piece of 8 by 11 paper. And at the end of class could drop the paper in front of you and give it to you, and it would be the, the Predator versus Alien, and it looked just like the comic books. I mean, it was insane, like just from memory. Like not copying anything, just boom, boom, boom. I'm going to create this, and it'll be Gross. this whole. Se- it was he's insane. Oh, I know. It was ridiculously talented, uh, very, very insanely talented. And I'm glad to see that that's what he's done in the world because that's his gift. He was great at it. So, and it's interesting that he went into like animation, you know, like because it's all computers now. Yep. But yep. he did it. He started back when it wasn't like that. You know, it was the, uh, you know, sixty people work on a movie all doing three minutes. You know, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. of, of the drawing and drawing and drawing. So it's really kind of neat. So, but yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, I have, uh, that's, that's a guy of, um, uh, buddy of mine, James, he works in, in movies, mm-hmm. um, has for, oh, it feels like it's been quite some time now. I'd like to say 10 years, but maybe more. Um, but he, he's worked in our department the whole time as mm-hmm. well. Right, so yeah. I know he worked in. I want to say set design. Uh, I know he was uh, the assistant art director when he left. If I have that right, the 100. So he's done a really a bunch of really cool things. He worked on mm-hmm. the Godzilla that was filmed here. Mm-hmm. He worked on uh, the Sixth Son, Seventh Son. What's it called again? Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I have to. I'd have to look it up. A little fun fact about my friend. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say it. No, I can say his last name. No, I won't say his last name. He shares. Well, the, the, I can't. I have to. Otherwise, the, what would it do? What are you doing, stupid phone? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look up something on IMDb. Oh, well. He shares the, the same name as a fictional character on a TV show. Hmm. That that just made it really fucking exciting, didn't it? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm riveted. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. The suspense is killing me. Uh, there we go. Yeah, that's right. He worked. So he worked in the art department of. Yeah, he was the assistant art director and graphic designer on the One Hundred. Mm-hmm. Worked on. He was assistant art director on for eight episodes on Supergirl. He mm-hmm. worked as assistant art director on the Birth of the Dragon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a graphic designer on uh, the Night at the Museum, the second one, the Secret of the Tomb, mm-hmm. Seventh Son, Godzilla, the one that was in twenty fourteen, Elysium. He worked on. Mm-hmm. Assault on Wall Street. Some cool stuff. Oh, he was the art director on the Nancy Drew. Oh, currently. On the new Nancy Drew TV series. Oh, nice. Frequency, the TV series. He was one episode as art director. Well, that's awesome. I didn't know he worked on, this must be the new show he's working on or something. On Nancy Drew. It's cool. Hmm. I so much so much stuff is filmed up here. It's oh crazy. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
what are we at? How long? Oh my gosh. We're probably at what? Almost two hours? Hour 45. Yeah. How do we do it? I, like I said, that's not even with the, like a list. Like, I don't even remember what we talked about in the beginning. <laughs> what did we talk? Oh, it does remind me of one last topic. Hmm. So Griffin has decided he's really into wearing his hats and helmets. Nice. He pulled out all his hats the other day. He's got uh-huh. a whole bunch of, bunch of hats and he pulled out his old, did you see the picture I put up? Or maybe I sent it to you of him in his Superman hat? No. Oh, I didn't send you that. I didn't show no. it. Send you the. Um, it was on my Instagram too. Uh, of course, it was on my Instagram. But um, he pulled out his Superman hat, and he's like, eh, "I'm gonna wear this hat again. I really like this hat." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Good. I love that hat too, buddy." And um, I said, uh, "Do you know how old you were when you got that?" And I was like, "I don't know. I've had it for a while." I go, "Yeah, you've had it for a long time." And I, and I said, "You got it when you were about two years old, so you've had it for about five years." He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's really cool." I go. I think I still have the picture of the day that we, I bought it for you and you tried it on in the store. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. So I found it. Oh, that's so funny. And I just sent it to you. So I did a double shot of him on the first day he oh, got yeah. it and five, and five years later. I remember you sent me the top picture. I remember yeah. that picture very clearly. Yeah. I didn't haven't seen the new the new one, obviously, but I do remember that that picture now, now that I see it. It's awesome, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I had to scroll Man. through Instagram for so long. Oh, bitch, you had to scroll for fucking days. Not like five, me, though. You don't five, shit post oh, nearly no, no, like no, no, I do. No. I can't find anything. <laughs> well, yeah, you have like... That's 16. so awesome. Yeah. It was a great picture. 12,000. 12,000 posts now. I'm up to 12,000 on Instagram. I'm not even at 2,000. <laughs> Mine's all shit. <laughs> Mine's mostly shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm still on ban on Facebook for one more week. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, one more week. Okay, so anyway, the hat thing. There's a reason mm-hmm. why I brought that yeah, one up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, da da da, and then I said, "Okay, what's Daddy's favorite hat?" He's like, "Well, you don't have that many anymore." I go, "No, I don't. I used to have way more." But what's my favorite sure. hat? He goes, well, "Your baseball hat." Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then what team? He's like, uh, "The Giants." I go, "That's right, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's Daddy's favorite hat." He's like, "I go, how'd you like a Giants hat?" Mm-hmm. He's like. Like yours? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Like mine. I said, maybe we'll get you even a cooler one. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. So then um, I was like, okay. So I started searching and I found, because I wanted to give him a snapback. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he actually wears a fucking adult size hat now. Oh, wow. Um, well, that Superman one's an adult size one. Yeah. It's just a regular adult, regular hat. Yeah. And then I remembered something. I was like, wait a second. So I go in the closet and I come back and I go. So first of all, we looked up. I'm like, how about this one? So you know the, um, the on-field hat that is um, basically a regular Giants hat, but with an orange uh, brim instead of a black brim? Yeah, I have one. Yeah. 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 So I was like, what do you think of this one? And, um, and he said, uh, yeah, yeah, let's get that one. I said, okay, great. So I went to order it, and the site that I went to order it from didn't was out of stock okay. for the time being. Mm-hmm. So I um, was it, and I was like, "Wait a second. So I went and looked something up, and then I came back and I said, "Okay, here you go." And I pulled the hat I just sent you a picture of, mm-hmm. of a black, you know, regular. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you had one. 
So I had one, but I forgot I had it because I got it years ago, like uh-huh. six, seven years ago at work. People got me a nice birthday. And they got, this is part of my birthday present. When I brought oh. it home, the day I brought it home, literally I put it on the counter mm-hmm. and fucking Nika came up and chewed off the snapback. <laughs> it, it doesn't have any of the snapback right. on it. And there's a couple teeth marks in the brim. They're, they're sure. like, Right. right, the seven-year-old won't give a shit, right? Oh, I could sure. even probably, I could even probably push him out a little bit. He's like, "Oh, that's great." I'm like, "But I looked it up first before I, I offered him the hat. Mm-hmm. You can buy replacement snapbacks. Interesting. And all you do is you just pull out the old ones and just sew in the new ones. So I'll figure oh. that out. So I, I ordered some. They're like ten bucks for for one, which is. There's nothing wrong with the hat. The hat's, you know, like... It, <laughs> Yours is better than me. I had just spent twenty nine ninety nine and bought another one and just had it shipped. <laughs> well, I looked it up, though. Mm-hmm. This one has something that the, none of the new ones um, mm. have. I looked and I looked and I looked, and it has this on the back. So it does have something, and, and this is why I didn't, because it has this. I was always a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I sent you the picture. It says Giants on the back. Oh, okay. I can't. I looked and I looked. I was on MLB. I was on Lids. You know, like all these different websites I know. And I couldn't find this. But you can also see see the snapback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that right there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Shoot it right off. Oh, that's hilarious. Of all the things. Anyway. So, yeah. So, the Giants is cool to have there. And I couldn't find that. So that's so funny, though. So, I'll I'll just replace the snaps on the back. And then... uh, I do remember. That's so cool, though, because I remember when I was a kid. So this was probably in the in late 80s. You know, eh, not late 80s, probably early to mid, more early. My dad had a jean jacket. And I wanted to have a jean jacket like my dad for like so long when I was a kid. And then I did. I finally got a jean jacket to like match his jean jacket. So I felt like so fucking awesome. <laughs> so that's your version of the hat. It was just totally cool. It's exactly it, right? It's exactly it. Like I went, that's so awesome because you're doing something with Griff that I did, that I did with my dad. It was so awesome. I, I had that jean jacket for so long. Totally, you right? Know? Yeah, it was so awesome. And it was just so cool because, again, it was like your dad. And it was like, oh, I want to be like my dad. So it was so fucking awesome. Like I still remember this day. The I can still remember this day the feeling of getting that jean jacket, how cool it was to get that jean jacket. Right? <laughs> yeah. So he can so, he can wear his giant's hat when I'm wearing my yep. giant's hat, and the same thing, exactly. right? Like you probably wore exactly. your jacket when your dad was wearing his jacket. I did. We would go camping, and I'd wear it. Yeah, it was awesome. Right? Loved it. It was so awesome. I had a I had a jean jacket when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, it was regular Levi's jean jacket, but mm-hmm. yeah, on the, basically. Yeah. But on the back, it had a red Levi's, like the the old school Levi's, like writing, right. uh, like. Hort, like um like a diagonal across the back. Oh wow. It was awesome. Nice. It was super awesome. Jean I jackets. I I love jean jackets. I mean they don't they haven't made a comeback in years, but man, they're pretty cool. <laughs> sort of have, haven't they? <laughs> Kinda sorta. They're definitely in the vintage vibe. I wonder you know? if you I wonder if you can even buy it. Let, let's see. Let's go to Levi's. Let's see if Levi's has jean jackets. Jacket. Let's see, hold on. Lee Levi's. Okay. Come on, Levi's. Just a regular old jean jacket. Let's see. Levi's jean jacket. Yes, you can. Of course you can. Oh, yeah. They still look just as cool, to be honest. <laughs> um, this is exactly what they look. I mean, they haven't changed much. That's Let's what's really cool about it. 
Jean jackets and outerwear. Yeah, there we go. Are you there's on the Levi site? Yeah, I know. I just Googled it, but there's a ton from the Levi site. Let's see. Let's see. Where, but trust, the... yeah, there's just some cool stuff. Like, this is all like, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, like the Levi's denim. Trucker. There it is. Yeah. Trucker jacket. Yeah, original trucker jacket. That's what I had. Similar, very similar to that. Oh, yeah. there's the Sherpa trucker jacket. Mm. Reversible padded vintage fit trucker jacket in black. Let's have a look at this guy. What do you wear it with? You wear it with jeans? You basically wear it with t-shirt. Yeah, you still no, wear no, no, it with no. jeans. Oh, it's, a t- oh, it's a t-shirt. Of course you wear it with just a full well, but t-shirt. You, you definitely wear it with the jeans, but you don't wear it with the same color jean. Of course not. Because it just it just wouldn't you just look like one big jean. <laughs> you'd look like a duvet cover at that point. <laughs> but yeah, like you have like either a dark jean color or the light, and then you just reverse the pant. You know, have the. So I'd have to go light because I like darker jeans. Well, you can also wear like like this picture here has you know the model wearing it with like not even with uh, jeans. You could wear them with. Oh, they are actually Levi's. Yeah, um, they're kind of like a olive colored like slackish kind of jean look i mean it's definitely different yeah i just for the color of your denim jacket choose between classic blue edgy mm-hmm. black or contemporary white or gray partner a denim jacket with a t-shirt black jeans and sneakers for a cool casual look mm-hmm. try rocking so, your denim jacket with chinos an oxford shirt and loafers for a smart casual style no i don't know I don't have to gay <laughs> <laughs> so there. <laughs> Eleven wears to wear to wear a to wear a de- denim jean jean jacket. I'm telling you, I am so happy to see though that the jean jacket is still around. This is a nice one. Yeah, no, oh, they're see, nice. This, see, this guy's got a, nice. this guy's got a pair of chinos or whatever, mm-hmm. and a dark jean jacket and a white mm-hmm. t-shirt. It's good it look. Great. It's a great look. They're st- they really never went out of style. They stayed around. They're just not, I don't think they're as popular as they were. Like they're still around. and For I, sure. You, could, you know, but oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I love it. It's great. Good shit. Let's Good see. memories on that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool though. You guys got like your matching hats and, and uh, that's totally yeah. awesome. And glasses. He's got Ray-Bans. I got Ray-Bans. Nice. They're both the same kind of, they're similar-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be taller than me too, which is the kids are so tall. <laughs> yeah, he's, that means he's gonna be really tall. Yes, yeah, he he will be. What are you like six three, six four? Two. You're six two. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. I think yeah. more six three. Yeah. Yeah, that makes I say, sense. I say I say two because I'm pr- I'm pretty pretty right on about two six foot two. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like I said, I'm 5'10", but I'm all, I'm like, I'm between 5'10 and 5'11. I just say 5'10 because it's on the lower end. But Look at yeah. you being all honest with your rounding. Eh, I'm like whatever. The average the average height for a male is like like 5'7". No, it's not. Okay, hold on. Average. Ma- uh, male American. Five foot ten. Okay, so five ten. So I'm average. Yeah. That's what I thought. I knew I was either right at average or just a tad over. So that makes sense. Let's see. Canada. 
five yeah, foot nine. Uh, the average height nine. for men has been tracked over the years and has been increasing. Looking at the broad average across the United States, the National Center for Health Statistics reports roughly five feet nine inches. So five nine, five, five ten. Five nine, five ten. So that's yeah. Healthline average heights. There's only one country that has a six foot average height. Norway. Close. Is a Swedish one of the Swedes? Close. The, um, not, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. I, the, the Netherlands. Uh, five the Netherlands. Foot, five yeah. foot 11.9. Okay. So, yeah, basically pretty darn basically, close yeah. to six feet. So, Netherlands, Germany, according to this one, Healthline. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Number one is the Netherlands, five foot, basically six foot. Germany at five foot ten. Okay, so in cent, let's say in centimeters because it's actually more accurate. One eighty two point five, which is again nearly six feet. Mm-hmm. Germany's one seventy nine nine. So two and a half centimeters. That's a full inch shorter. Yeah. Australia's ten is wow. This is fucking five foot ten point six. Mm-hmm. Canada is number four on this list. Mm-hmm. Five point five ten point one. Then United Kingdom, then Jamaica, Brazil, Iran, China. What? This hmm. cannot be a list. Because Sweden and Norway and Denmark and are not in there. And they're all way up there. So i got to find a better... This, this one's... Uh, is not correct. Hmm. It can't be correct. Um, average human height by country on Wikipedia. Let's take this and then table of heights. And then I know you can usually, okay, here we go. Oh, Jesus. It has like the Daneric Alps, six foot one. Hmm. But, like, that's not a, what is that? Anyway, Bosnia and Herzegovina, six foot even. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montenegro, six foot. Serbia, five foot 11. That makes sense. Sweden, five foot 11 and a half. Lithuania, Iceland, Netherlands, Finland. I mean, it's all the, <laughs> pardon me, all the U- European countries, right? Oh, pardon me. Norway's, you know, so I go Finland, Croatia, Denmark, Czechs, Slovenia, Kosovo, Norway, Norway. Why is Norway twice? How does that even make sense? Oh, self-reported and measured. Mm. Interesting. Anyway, it's a weird list. Where's (laughs) Where's Canada? Fuck, it's not even, holy shit, we're down there. It says that India is five foot ten. That what? just doesn't seem like it would be right. No, I don't. I don't know barely any Indian people that are taller than me, <laughs> or not an well, average taller than me. Well, I was going to say you're six two though. Five ten is not going to be taller than you, so or close to me. Whatever you know right. what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> but that's like that's my nature. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> It's the whole scorpion and the frog thing. <laughs> the whole scorpion and the frog. That is true, uh, isn't it? Uh-huh. 
Why'd uh-huh. you do that? I'm a scorpion. <laughs> what's your um what's your Chinese zodiac sign? What year were you born in? Like the Chinese year? Oh, I don't know. Oh come on. Nineteen seventy four, so I think I'm right. a tiger. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Chinese Zodiac. Yeah, tiger. Yep. I was born in the only year of a fake animal. A fake animal? Uh-huh. What's that? So tigers are a real animal, right? All of, all of the 12, 11 of the 12 Chinese zodiac signs are real animals. One is not. And you happen to be in the as not. Correct. And yet the coolest. Hmm. What is it? Born in the year of the dragon. Oh, the dragon. There you go. Yeah, that sure. is cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, that is. Yes, that is cool. Yes, yes, it is cool. You are not, but it is. Um, it is cool. Tigers are considered to be brave. I love the mm. second. <laughs> There's a whole mm. list of that. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, here we go. Tigers are considered to be brave, cruel, forceful, stately, and terrifying. That seems to all contradict itself, that's, but okay. That's, uh, that's all very Mike. <laughs> and they are the symbol of power and lordliness. In ancient times, people usually compared emperors or grandees with the tiger. Ooh, well, of course. There you go. Um, Duh. Court officials often said that accompanying the emperor is just like being at the side of a tiger. There are many mm-hmm. legends about this animal. And I love that the, the website I'm looking at, the picture of the tiger that they have up there, uh-huh. it's like a little stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what does it say about uh, dragons? Okay. <clears throat> the dragon enjoys a high reputation in Chinese culture. Well, we knew that. Chinese p- people regard themselves as descendants of the dragon. Okay, well, you, okay here we go. It is the token of authority, authority, dignity, honor, success, luck, and capacity. Emperors <laughs> entitle themselves exclusively as dragon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what your lucky number is as a tiger? Sure. Of course you do. What? Let's put it this way. What are your lucky numbers if you or number if you had one? I don't have one. Like, did you have a number when you played sports? Uh, yeah, nine. So one, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Those are mm-hmm. Never used any of those. Your lucky flowers are the cinerea, mm-hmm. cinerea, and the anthurium. And your lucky direct, you have three lucky directions. Lucky directions. South. Mm-hmm. East. What would the next one be? <laughs> Well, it's either going to be north or west, one or the other. South, east, and southeast. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so that quadrant <laughs> is lucky for you. Let's see. <laughs> what about me? What are my lucky numbers? One, seven, and six. Okay. And my lucky directions are, okay, let's see if you can get it. West, mm-hmm. north, and? Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Eerily predictable. <laughs> so, so sorry. What was your what was your number again? Because there's a number to avoid. Nine, six, seven, eight. So you're good to go. Mm, I did do six though. I was either six or nine. Personalities. So in most cases, p- 
People with the Chinese zodiac sign of tiger are powerful, independent, confident, and brave. They may have a strong sense of errantry, being frank and easy to win others' trust. In their middle age, so like right now for you, mm-hmm. their fate may be uneven. Mm. But after hardships, they will enjoy a bright prospect. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We were talking about you have, you've had four yeah, years of, uh, of shitness. Yeah, so yeah, look yeah. At you, buddy. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm gotten better days ahead of me. It's like it's like this is totally true. Yeah. While they are, while they are also likely to be dogmatic, and likely showing off when a, and like showing off when accomplishing something. Yeah. So your strength is your tolerant, loyal, valiant, courageous. Mm trustworthy, intelligent, and virtuous. Oh, well. Your weakness. Mm-hmm. You are arrogant. Mm-hmm. Short-tempered. Mm-hmm. Hasty. Mm. And traitorous. No. Not so traitorous. So, so your best matches? Yeah. What do you think your number one best match is? Of what, all my traits? No, no, no. So like of the other Chinese zodiac signs. Dragon. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Dragon, horse, <laughs> and pig. Oh, there we go. They can encourage and help each other, and they can be the best lovers as well as rivals. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Hello. They are ambitious and share the same value in life and money. The couple can lead a harmonious life. <laughs> We're not a couple. <laughs> Bad matches are an ox, tiger, snake, and monkey. So hold on. So let's find out. What's Susan? Uh, I don't know. She's October. She's like me. She's October 2nd. Uh, what year though? No, it's this year. Uh, 67. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see if you're a bad match or not. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome if you are. Wouldn't that be hilarious? We're like all, yeah. What well, month that, is she that, born in again? Uh, October. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. That's good. Oh yeah, that's right. Same as you. Mm-hmm. All right. Give it to us here. Oh, sheep. So you are not a bad match. Yeah. 15 years, yeah. <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder what Christy is. I think she's a rat. I think. Oh, let's give the right ear. And happy birthday to Christy. She just had her birthday on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. And then Griffin's is next week. She's a snake, sorry. And then for tiger people, uh, I should. She's neither best or worst. Which is really funny because when I look at the best matches for a dragon, it's rooster, rat, monkey, but not hmm. tiger. Hmm. That's very strange. It's very strange. Feels like they're. Let's see. People with the Chinese zodiac sign dragon are usually a group of people who are lively. That's me. Intellectual, meh, and excitable for sure. Oh yeah. You can clearly tell. They can clearly tell right from wrong. Yeah. Upright and mm-hmm. frank. Mm-hmm. However, they're also a bit arrogant and impatient. No doubt. That's mm-hmm. me. Female dragons tend to be overly confident. Um, they hate hypocrisy, gossip, and slander. They are not afraid of difficulties, but hate to be used or controlled. Hmm. My strength is decisive, inspiring, magnanimous. Ooh, that's a fun word. 
sensitive, ambitious, and romantic, and their weaknesses are eccentric, tactless, mm, definitely tactless, fiery, intolerant, and unrealistic. Huh. I am tactless. That is true. Chinese Nailed zodiac it. capability compatibility test. Well, you can put it. You can put in a boy's name. Uh, let's see if it's compatible with their. Let's see, Eric. I'm gonna put in my birth date. Let's see if my name's compatible with being a dragon. It's probably like mm. it'd be like worst name ever for. How does that even happen? I would love to know how that one's determined. Mm. Let's see what it says. Oh, compatibility test. You put in the boy's name and then the girl's name for the compatibility. It's uh, not It's not with the sign, so forget it. I'm not interested now. I figured that one out already. All right, where are we at? Two hours and 10 minutes. We are, we are, we are beasts at this, aren't we? We are. We are pros. I, you know what? I actually had, we were pros. Mm-hmm. We are pros. Um, I had a new finishing line for us. Yeah. Oh, I remember it. I'll well, tell I you. Hope and then so. we, it, it, <laughs> I so. I thought about it earlier today. Now I'll tell you it, and then maybe we can use it in the future. It's something along the lines of, and at the end we would say, and and uh, best of luck to Joe Biden in this year's election because <laughs> fuck knows he needs it. Jesus Christ, yeah. Might might as well wish him luck since he's going to lose. Jesus. It's interesting. <laughs> How could he win? Well, honestly, I, I, I think you have a lot of... I, I have heard, and it's disturbing me on so many levels, I have heard so much chatter about people saying... Yeah, he's way, you know, he's he's not great, but anybody but Trump. And I'm sitting here going, you have got to be kidding me at this point. I I'm not saying you need to love Trump, but are you serious? Are you serious? I mean, at this point, anybody but Trump, that's your answer. So, it, I mean, if two years any ago, one if you, if, president is not driving you down into the ground as an individual. So I don't know why it's like an anybody but so-and-so scenario. If you know? two years ago, if two years ago mm-hmm. you had said to me, anybody but Trump, I would have been like, well, yeah, yeah. Um, and then if you had said <laughs> they to They happen me, to put the one guy if, who if they, it would if, not make if, sense. If they, yeah, and then they put the one guy in where I'm like, hold on. I didn't actually mean, it was a hyperbole saying anybody. Sure, of course. Right? Like sure. I, if you had said to me in the next breath, okay, just so you know, it's going to be, uh, the you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. candidate will be Joe Biden. I go, it's okay, hold on. I didn't mm-hmm. mean anybody. Like I was just being... Yeah, I was just, I was being sarcastic. I was being hyperbolic. Like, (laughs) I I I meant anybody, but I didn't mean anybody. I didn't mean that. I didn't actually mean anybody. I meant anybody, like anybody that is is a viable candidate. And and again, it's, you know, I'm as liberal as, if I was an American, I would be a Democrat. Like, like, but this is that one time where you go, sorry, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not backing him just because he's in my party. Like, he's not a good candidate. Yeah, it it's just it's weird to hear people say that because you're just like, 
we understand just, it. I mean, we understand. I, I am, we understand yeah. it. We get where it comes from. But the fact of the matter is, uh, it's um, yeah, it's he can't win. No. But, I mean, the guy hold, can't hold even the guy can't even form a sentence in an interview right now. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, okay. To be to be fair, Trump can't either. In many yeah. in many instances, and sure. let's also say this: there was a whole shit ton of people that said exactly what we're saying right now. Oh, against Hillary! Four sure. no four years ago about Trump. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They, yeah. There was people, mm-hmm. sure, on the right who were mm-hmm. saying who would say fucking anybody but Hillary, and then somebody said Trump. They went, okay, hold on, I didn't mean anybody. <laughs> I anybody. wasn't being that hardcore about it. I wasn't but... being that fucking crazy, and then. I, I, and then yeah. he got, and then he got voted in. So, I, so yeah. to to be fair to sort of the circumstance, this is what people were saying about, like people on the right were saying about Trump, right, four years ago, yeah. And look where we are. I I don't think it's the exact same comparison necessarily, but there's no, you know, but there's yeah. a lot of similarities. There's similarities sort of, yeah. in in terms of an attitude, but you know, I'm 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 looking at it going, you've got to be, you know, this, you know, it's been four years. And we're just tired of it. I'm tired of the complaining. I'm tired of the whining. I'm tired of it all. I yeah, mean, but, just... but 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 look, come on. It's all that happened for eight years with Obama. Not nearly to this level. Not nearly to this Let's level. Let's put it this way. No, not nearly from, to this level. From your lens. I will tell oh, you right, I, I'll tell you I, right I now. I can from, honestly tell you right now. No, 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 no. no. So yeah. from, from the lens that I'm looking at, which I think is a little more fair because I, I think that from our like above the border in the mm-hmm. you know in the in, in in the loft apartment above the big house, mm-hmm. I heard somebody put that I like that one. It's honestly about the same, coming from the right, coming from the left. It it honestly is, and and I'm saying that trying to be very objective because I certainly was an Obama supporter with a lot right. of things, and I was definitely a detractor with a number of things. Sure, well, um, no president's great all the time. Of I mean, not. I, I and and I you know. I, I don't think Obama was a terrible president. I certainly don't. I, I agreed with some things. I don't agree with some things. But that's sure. true with everybody. But, I mean, that's totally be, fine. Right? The only thing I see different, and I agree, there were plenty of people whining and, and, and just complaining about Obama. But here's the, the, there's one massive difference right now that was not the same. Obama had the media. He did not have the level of, of constant media frenzy on the level that Trump has done. And I'm not saying and, and I'm not saying he hasn't like brought that a lot on himself with how he handles it. But what I'm saying though is there is a clear Obama, I, I whether it be Obama or Bush or before that, Clinton, none of those guys would be if they if they had the same media outlet scrutiny nonsense that's happened over the past four years, it, it would also be very different. So you know? I'm, I'm going to agree with you right. I mean, for a different reason. Sure. So I agree with you. You're mm-hmm. 100% correct. But I believe that without a doubt, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, Trump has purposely curated it that way. He realized i believe during his campaign that going about things the way he goes them about got Mm -hmm. him way more media coverage because when you started to see during his campaigning both Mm -hmm. um 
both primaries and then in the presidential in the actual presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. The numbers of the value of press time that he hit, he got were mm-hmm. astronomical, mm-hmm. and it was because of the way he went about things. Now, well, sure. I think he appears at times to be disdainful of the attention he gets when it's this sort of scrutiny negative type, but I mm-hmm. don't think. No, I, th- I, th- I think he's a, he's I, a product of hey, it's still good press to him. Yes, I think. I mean, he, I, I I believe he's believes that, and I and I think he's he someone in, he's, any attention's he's, good attention. And I can't disagree with that because mm-hmm. he's been doing this. I mean, outside of politics, oh for sure, well, forever. He, well, so I, yeah, we, we yeah. I said this before. Putting anyone up against Trump right now, mm-hmm. and I don't even, and I mean this, whether is. If he had to say go through primaries again, say an incumbent mm-hmm. president had to go through primaries again sure. to become sure. right. the uh, the mm-hmm. nominee for their party, right. sure, it would be. I I said this before and I'll, and I'll stand to this. He is the greatest campaigning politician of all time. Oh sure, yeah. Not I that, don't that, with that. There's zero comment on his viability as a candidate for president right. or any other office. Right. Yeah. It it is. He's a juggernaut of a campaigner. Because, and for the wrong reasons, I think he campaigns in a way that's vile and disgusting. And I think that most political campaigning in the last five, six, seven years has turned that way. He's just become the best at the worst sort of way of of doing it. Um, And that's the the snippets, the sound bites, the the way that you can attack your opponent with Mm -hmm. no substance, like all of those things. He didn't invent them. No, oh no! There's almost he just nothing. he just did it better than everybody. He else. just did that. <laughs> he just did that methodology of campaigning yeah. and politicking greater than anyone else. Again, greater in the worst way. He's just the best at it, and that's why that's why I stand by that sort of um, the theory I have that they're putting Biden in there because they know he's going to lose. Yeah, and it's might, just cannon fodder at this point. Just we'll give just, it, we'll just, just give him yeah, a guy. Yeah. Exactly. We'll we'll give him another four years and yeah, fuck it. Because we know. don't want to waste an actual like you know whether it, it was a not a Bernie because he's not gonna he's not gonna run in not four sure. years. But right, right. You know, uh, I, I I know what you mean. Yeah. A, a potential real viable strong like, candidate. Like what's her name from Hawaii? Um, right. Uh, not to, is it Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi Gabbard. So yeah, yeah, no, and I would I wouldn't disagree with that. You know, I I that makes a lot of sense when it comes to that aspect. And you know, here's the thing: the thing that's always kind of irked me, you know, in general though, is that yeah, I know what I'm going to get from Trump. Like I know this is his personality. I know this is his mo. This is what he does. What really bothers me is some of these other politicians that have been entrenched for 30 years, like the Bidens, like the Pelosi's, like some of these other people, and you're seeing them do things, and you're going, whoa. Yeah, and it's, it's I all, expect it's, that coming from this over here because he's a, he's this is Trump. You have been in this business for a long time, and I think you're not handling it. <laughs> well, it's, know, it's, it's, it's all yeah. the establishment politicians, right? Right, right or left. Right. It doesn't matter. Which I think They're all right. of us agree. I think I yeah. think from both sides, whether it be, you know, uh, left or right or whatever, or anybody, I think we all would agree that sometimes you need to shake the system because it's it's been clear that for a very long time, I mean, 
it's so funny to watch, you know, I just use Biden because they've been there forever. Biden's been in for 30 years. Pelosi's been in for 30 years. And then the ones point and say Trump's ruining the country. Well, you guys have been doing this for 30 years. Well, Mitch McConnell, I mean, right? Like, he, you know, again, what's, again, what's, what's, another what's, side. Yes, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, it's all the same shit, right? Like, sure. what's what's the... Um, What's the one from the the South? And he talks like this. And, you know, the, he's like okay, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Graham. Right. Yeah. He talks like his name. He does Lin- actually. Name, and I do like. I do think Lindsay your analogy Graham. of Mitch McConnell, by the way, was hilarious. The turtle. Yeah. Oh, that's just funny though. But well, that, that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. My point is, it's all the way around, and it's it and it's to the point where it's like. But here's but here's my question. After mm-hmm. you know, basically four years of Trump now mm-hmm. coming up on it. Right. But has he really shaken things up? He shook up campaigning. Mm, yeah. No doubt. Like it's like you know, like I said, I'll give him that credit. And I'm sure. and, and like I said, I don't give it credit necessarily in that I like it, but I give it credit because right. he it did shook what, it up. He well, yeah. he he did what modern campaigning, how it works in the world of Twitter mm-hmm. and social media and the way that, you know, the the media and and whatever has gone with these crazy way of getting information to people um but and where was i going with this one but you're I, just but, saying but, has but, he really but, shaken things but up? but I, there's from a political from sense a, not from, from a, a campaign yeah, sense from a political from a, perspective has, from I, don't, a, I don't think he is as a, from political perspective and there's two reasons for that number one so hard to get things through sure it's checks and balances for anybody so yeah yeah it's hard. It, one and and we've it's become so polarized in politics now, especially mm-hmm. in the U.S., that the one side says no just because the other side said yes. Right. Just, yeah. Like, just, you said no? I say yeah. Why? Yeah. Because you said no. I mean, that's that's really what it is. Sure. And, you know, it's super-duper hard to get things through. So to be an effective administrator, and Obama ran into this a ton himself. Sure. Bush Every president's run into it. I think the last 12 years... Like Obama and Trump have been the most difficult of those. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, Bush actually got some people to work with him. Mm-hmm. Clinton recently. did too. Clinton actually. did as well. Yeah, Bush before him actually. Bush Bush Senior. Bush Senior was, was really, really good. good at that. He was, was very really good. good at that. And actually, yeah. um, and so was Reagan. Yeah, but but so. again, there was more willingness to work with sure. the, right. Yeah. We weren't at the stage where it's us versus you on everything. No, we were, and, and really, Obama yeah. was the, got it the hardest, and it's not going to change. It was, and I don't say it was necessarily because of Obama. No, um, no. I just say the, the timing. Right. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I don't think it was Obama specific. I think it was heading there. Yeah. And he got the first major dose of it, and now Trump's getting the rest of it at the moment. And it's yeah. everybody, but that, but I think, and I don't know if that's going to change again. So, I. I I don't know. A part of me, you know, I'm kind of the type where I'm kind of like, listen, you know, I'm done with this whole, you know, 30 years establishment. You've got your cakewalk. You really haven't done a heck of a lot in general. And yet you're telling, you know, X, Y, and Z what they're doing. It's just, you get to this whole point where you're just like, enough. I guess what's the solution? The the problem too is, is that, you know, everyone, everyone said, you know, for the last number of years, we don't want old people, da, da. and then the next thing you have Trump, who's over 70 years old. Right. You got Biden. Bernie, you know, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Biden. Was very popular. Um, Hillary Bloomberg, was over 70. Bloomberg was older. I mean, they're all old. And the so, young ones are kicked out fairly early. You yeah. know, and I think a lot of that, unfortunately, that comes from the being entrenched, though, right? Because you yeah, have more a, political the, clout it, at it's that It's the point. clout, it's the network, right, it's, the, right. it's the backing you have, right? I, I think, you know, I think in the aspect, like, I do like, 
have been looking around as time has gone on, like who's the next generation of people that are sticking out as people that are younger, you know, like you talk about Tulsi Gabbard, right? Yep. What about like Dan Crenshaw is another name. Dan Crenshaw, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. I mean, as much as you yes. know, like, no, you know, no, 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 but y- young again, sort of, right. Here's the thing about Pete Buttigieg is that he just wasn't known enough at this time. What'd you, what last name did you say? It's Buttigieg. I thought it was Buttigieg. I think it's Buttigieg. But he's, you know, I, you know, I even like a Marco Rubio, right? I mean, we're talking about just younger people <laughs> and it's like you get to a certain point where it's like, you know, yeah, obviously people aren't going to be there forever, but these people have been there for 30 years. And it's like you just said, we just said is that you get to a point where it's like they're, they all have like the Pelosi's and, and, um, you know, just anybody uh, on on either side, you get in there and you have enough political clout that it's really hard to knock those people off. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, right? Totally. And 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 you know, eventually that is going to come. So I, I I'm kind of looking at the Dan Crenshaws and the other people. Just he's an easy stick out name because he's the most, and everybody kind of knows him at this point. And he's and and it's 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 amazing to think he's a first term congressman. Right. It's his first term. And he feels like, you know, he, he definitely has that vibe to him that he, he can get the he can get the momentum in his because he's you know, he's a veteran, smart guy, you know, wounded vet, you know, definitely good with, you know, handling people in general. And I'm like, yeah, that it, it, it's it's a good I mean, I, I just want to see it go younger. I mean, it's going to go younger. It has to naturally anyways, but I just do find it ironic. And this is not just, you know, party specific. I just find it hilarious that the people are pointing at, say, Trump and saying, you know, this country's going down because of you, but you've all been running it for 35 years and we got here. So let's not, let's not do that, <laughs> please, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's such a, it's such a crazy thing. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and again, come back to the Biden thing, it's, yeah. It's going to be interesting as well to see what starts happening in the next while with, because mm-hmm. really, I'm only four months out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Less than four months. And, you know, campaigning is usually pretty hard right now, um, but it's not. Mind you, though, when is the, when's the DNC? Because that's when you officially have Biden announced as the candidate, right? Yes. Uh, Which all of that was just a freaking shit show. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing, you're watching a guy who came in fourth in the Iowa primary who had the entire state of Iowa to campaign in and nobody else had gone there and he lost. And all of a sudden, within like two more stops, Biden is the guy. It was crazy. He went from being completely yeah, out ridiculous. of it. To all, it was it was it was so blatantly obvious, terrible that I'm like, this is disgusting to the certain point where it's like, you have a party. And again, I'm just going to call it for them like it is because this is who we're focusing on with these specific candidates. But you have a party that talks about how awful the the right side is because they're, like we said, the old white guys. But then all the female, non-white, young are launched to throw in like a Joe Biden who clearly clearly is not capable of doing anything at this point well again you know, and again if, the, if, if my theory holds water then it makes You're, sense yeah well, it does and then but then, then it kind of goes well how embarrassing is that like you're the former vice president of the United States that the even former sitting president Barack Obama didn't even endorse until the last minute right and he yeah, was well, a guy 
<laughs> yeah, until you kind <laughs> you of know. have to. I mean, you there, there we go. To, right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It says uh, it says on Wikipedia the DNC, which is in August seventeenth to twentieth, mm-hmm. and it says your candidates, presidential nominee, Joe Biden of Delaware, presumptive. So unless yeah. something happens, well, nothing's going to change. I mean, every single party dropped out and threw their weight of support behind Biden with you know Bernie's like Bernie's famous. Get them out of there. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, whatever. I, I, Bernie got a raw deal two years in a, two elections in a row, and I, I will firmly say that. Now, oh, I don't man. know if I don't didn't want him necessarily as my president, but I will tell you this. What they did to him. Well, especially was, last time around. Yeah. The, the first time, okay, I, I was a little mm, still kind of slimy, but okay. You know, it should have it. But this time around. It was clear that he really wasn't somebody. The way I viewed they, the way I viewed the Democratic Party viewing as Bernie Sanders is they didn't view him one of theirs anyways. They viewed him more of a socialist side. He wasn't running on a socialist ticket, so he kind of, in their mind, I feel they felt like he was leeching on them, and they just wanted to exercise him out. That's kind of how I got the feeling from what they did to him, and it's really not fair because he was getting votes from american people who were putting uh whether i agree or disagree a candidate that they set forth and that's fine but yeah it was they did him pretty dirty twice and the second time more way more egregious because at least with hillary even though oh god i did not want her to be president biden is just not competent at this point like, this is just like, okay, and I really feel very, like, your point of view with that, I do lean to feel that that's a very significant possibility. We're just going to let Joe take the brunt of the hit, going to go through the buzzsaw, he's going to lose, we're just going to come back in four more years. You know, I just don't want to see four more years of the same quibbling. I just want to see... But you will. You know, so you, you will, but the only good point was that, would be the only good point, which may help that is that it'll be the eight-year term up like there is no put you know trump after that so you know i won't be surprised if you see in the in the 2024 election Mm -hmm. if you see like two younger than 45 younger than 50 Mm -hmm. um new breed politicians on either side I would not that, be surprised. We've already kind of you've already kind of started with like a Dan Crenshaw. It's yeah, Dan, very like a yeah. Dan Crenshaw versus a uh-huh. Tulsi Gabbard sort sure. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I would not be surprised. You know, after this next round, and I'm 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 not not saying I'm predicting a win or anything, but I would not be surprised eventually seeing say Don Jr. or Ivanka run in there. Now I don't know if we'd want to continue with Trumps. I'm just saying I would not be surprised. Yuck. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I would rather not see that. I'd rather see like a I younger. Know that Dan Crenshaw was sorry. Dan Crenshaw was born in Scotland. Oh, I didn't know that either. I knew he's well. He's a Navy SEAL, ex Navy SEAL. And, that I knew. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like listening him talking. He's very interesting listening to him. Very sharp guy, and he's like the quintessential. He's a you know a wounded veteran. Um, very smart. Very likable. Do you know how like he campaigned? Like where he won in? I think he. I think he's from Texas. Uh, Texas? He's yeah. He's from Texas. Yeah. Texas. Okay. So who he was going up against was an incumbent for like years, and he didn't have like the campaign funds. So what he did is he like ran across his district. He ran kind of like Terry Fox. 
Like he ran across his district and kind of got his name known by doing something like that. I thought that was interesting. So, you know, kind of not rails. like Terry Fox. Well, but. no, but the idea of it, just the concept, not nearly Terry Fox, but I just mean like the concept of, you know, wanting to get, you know, having a message, right? Terry Fox had a message, right? That's why he did it. And that was very similar to what Dan Crenshaw did. Obviously, not the same thing, but it's a similar idea, you know, of publicity, you know, to gain that. So totally. I thought that was interesting as well. And so, you know, and then and now he's gotten I've, I've heard a, a couple things, heard some good interviews with him. I've heard him, I think, with Rogan and a couple of people. Just very interesting. And um, he's a very interesting guy. Very intelligent. Seems to have a pretty good sense of humor in general. Is he on so Rogan? I don't think he did a full podcast. I think he did Hold a couple minutes. I think. Hold it may on. not have been let's, Rogan. It may have let's been. Have a look. Let's oh, no. I'm sorry. It was not oh, Rogan. It no, was Bill Maher. It. it was Bill Maher. That's who it was. It was oh. Bill Maher. Oh, by the way, that John Stewart clip was no, no. still. He was still. Yeah, he, no, it was he Rogan? Was, he was yeah, on Rogan. So. April 7th. So. Yeah, okay. Oh, April 7th um, and last year. So he's been on twice. Okay. Yeah. So, but oh my gosh, that, that old older clip of, of uh, <laughs> John Stewart. With Joe Biden, what could he possibly be telling her? Be still, be still, my child. Oh my God, it was so funny. That was so funny. That's the one thing about like the whole thing with Joe Biden. Like, I'm not a guy who's going to sit there and say he's some sort of pedo, but I will tell you, pedo. I will pedo. What pedo? <laughs> I'm not a pedo, <laughs> but it, it it does lend me to say though is that. Regardless of what your intentions are, if people are talking about it, you probably should just stop. Right. And I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying his intentions when he's doing it are are ill. I. I, I don't think he's. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say I think he's a perv or whatever. I think he's probably genuine, but it's a little creepy. And I'm thinking at this point, when it's been brought up time and time again, it's one of those things where I'm like. It's not a matter of defending Joe Biden. It's a matter of saying, Joe, regardless of what your intentions are, if this is what the vibe people are getting, you probably need to just stop. That's it. Because that's the same for everything. That's the same if you're if you're um, showing attention to a female coworker and it makes her uncomfortable, right? You shouldn't do that, if especially if that person is uncomfortable. So it's it's just yeah. it's it's the simple theory of I don't think your intentions are bad. I personally don't. I don't personally think he's like a perv or something, but I think it's a little weird, and I think it's sort of creepy, and it's probably this dangerous, especially, especially not something you probably want to continue to do just because of the perception. I'm again, I don't necessarily think he's. He doesn't see it that way though. No, he doesn't. That's that's what's hard though, and it's kind of like, sure. well, wait a minute here, you know. And and again, I I, I I'm not gonna. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not attacking Joe Biden saying he's a perv because I don't know that. I don't know what his intentions are, but I've gathered it just seems he's an affectionate guy. He, <laughs> affectionate guy. I, you know that. what I'm saying? I don't I think do. he, I don't think he has ill intention. I just think it's a little creepy. And I think you have to recognize, and I'm, you know, people have got to continue. I mean, it, either he's just doesn't care about what people think, which I think you should, uh, <laughs> or people need to get in his ear more and say, listen, regardless of what you think, you need to stop. Because that's not what other people are thinking. So isn't that the most important thing? It really doesn't matter what Joe's intentions are at this point. It matters what, how people feel that is. 
because it's a perception. So in this case, I would agree. Yeah. And again, I, I don't, I don't personally think he's, you know, some, some vile guy or something that he's trying. I mean, maybe he is, I don't know, but I just don't feel that way. But if, if it's a problem, just stop. I I agree. I, I do. No. And I agree with you with that. I, I totally, I think he's kind of one of those guys that just doesn't, it was just kind of interesting because he's been in politics for 30 years. He clearly has some awkward social skills in certain things and it's just kind of funny, but Uh, I, that's, that's the truth. Yeah, that is true. and it. I just think it comes as simple as just stop doing it. I'm not. I'm not saying stop doing it because I think you're being ill about it. I think you need to stop doing it because it clearly is making people uncomfortable, and it has been talked about by people that he's done it to that it's made them uncomfortable. That's all that you need to say. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just not gonna do that. But the fact be, that he doesn't see it, have that a little way. more. Have a little more insight, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it's not not like I don't think you know I don't think he's deserving of the whole like oh you know he's creepy Joe and I, it's a, it's definitely a bit odd. But I, you know, again, I'm hesitant to say that that's what his intent is. I I think he just is oblivious to that. I think he that's just what he does. I don't. I think he's being he thinks it's okay to do, but it's clearly not okay to do because it does make quite a bit of people uncomfortable, and not just people on the right. There are other people it makes uncomfortable too. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, no doubt. I mean, if, if a woman tells you it's uncomfortable, it doesn't matter what your intentions are. Obviously, you tell your intentions. I'm sorry about time, that. That's time not to move what on. Right. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, that was not my intention. I'm sorry that you know I came across that way. Right. That's usually what's going to happen, and then everybody moves on. He just doesn't seem to do that. <laughs> I'm like, everybody now's moves the time on. to stop. Do you, so. do you realize uh, how close we are to three hours? 15 minutes away. I'm just uh, it 20, 20 something, eh. but still. Yeah. I don't know. What's, what's 200 minutes? 200 minutes, 60, 60 is 120. 220, 240. Yeah. Right, right 240. Wow. I know. And yeah. I can't even remember what we talked about. Uh, stuffs. I think, I think, I think the title and everything of this episode is going to be. Literally, we've done it before. <laughs> Random musings, because that's what it is. <laughs> we talked about stuffs. A lot of stuffs. A lot of stuffs. We ho- we definitely hodgepodged it again. We've already we done that before. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike and Eric talk about stuffs. Yeah, I think we can just make it simple. We'll have to figure it out. Well, I could. Yeah. I can't build the anchor. Is different in the way that they build their. Mm-hmm. But You're going to have to post to Facebook, by the way, because, again, I'm still on Oh, page. you. <laughs> Only one you, more week, though. By the time we do next like that Facebook thing. <laughs> uh, listen, well. nearly three hours yeah. means this cup of beverage that I had earlier. Mm-hmm. I thought I would make it, but didn't anticipate we'd be going this long. So I do have to go to the bathroom. Well, that's all right. So I think that... That could be a, a good place for us to end it yeah, all. We could end that and do a quick intro. Hold on, in ten seconds, we will hit two, two hundred minutes. Um, definitely, and I'll reiterate, and we've talked mm-hmm. about it, definitely the two weeks is the way to go. There's no yeah. doubt. Oh, I like it. Yeah, no doubt. No, I, I definitely like it too. So we'll uh, we'll get this. Yeah. Oh no, hold on, it's not two hundred minutes. I was so stupid. <laughs> One hundred and sixty minutes. Still though, why did it? Oh, I know why minutes. I thought it. it was one fifty nine something like fifty nine flips over to the next hour. 
brain not working smart. So 160 minutes, which is still well, yeah, two hours, two hours and 40 minutes. Oh yeah. You know, it's really funny. I said 240 at 200 minutes. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I was like, "Mm, it's totally right. (laughs) (laughs) We both fucked that one up. Oh yeah, we did. But that's fine. Uh, We're not experts. At counting, um, evidently. At the maths. <laughs> the maths. The maths. Okay. Yeah. So cool. let's do that. Um, we'll wrap it up. Reach us, of course. If you got to hear, you know how to reach us. But anyway, well, on yeah. Instagram, it would be Michael. How would we do it? Oh, you go Mikey. to the, at the, yeah, at the Mono e Mono podcast on Instagram. Check us out there, as always. And you got our email address. Eric. Mike, Mike, Eric at gmail.com. We haven't received any fan mail for a bit. No, it's very disturbing. Maybe. It's very disturbing. It's, uh, it's sad. Yeah. I feel, I feel lost like <laughs> what Tony does in afterlife. <laughs> Tomorrow you're going to go be an asshole to people. <laughs> More of an asshole. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yes. More, More vicious. Asshole. Yeah. But uh, hopefully people are enjoying our little outro music, so maybe we should let them get to that. Yeah, I hope they do. I strive, strive, strive to get everything done. I've played by all the rules, but I very rarely won. I've smiled, I've charmed, I've wooed and laughed, alas, to no avail. I've run round like a moron to unequivocally fail. I've no more fucks to give. My fuck fuse has just blown I've been hunting for my fucks all day But they've upped and fucked off home I've no more fucks to give My fuck rations are depleted I've rallied my fuck army But it's been 